Hi, everybody. Why did it start halfway through the fucking thing there? I guess that's where the cursor was, but it's okay. It's okay. And we're back. See? That's all you guys now. And we're back. But we are back. And this is episode 57. The same uh, meaningful best car ever, if you're a car guy. 57 Chevy Chevy Baylor Classic. Same number that's on ketchup bottles. Same number on Heinz ketchup. Which segues also into some interesting football talk today, because football's back today, and that's really what the most important we're back thing is. Yay! Yay! Football. Yippee. We're back. We're back. Ray could give a fuck about football, wrestling, anything sports related, anything with physical activity. Um, he likes fighting, which is interesting, but I mean, it's probably because he's a caveman, but that's okay. We all are, technically, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, ooga ooga. I'm Eddie Vegas. And I'm Steve, aka Fork Tongue. And I'm Ray, other known as Dob. Other known as Dab. Um, well, bunch of not a huge show this week. We're missing our our dear, uh, our dear loudmouth Gary, our racist friend Gary, our racist, the, the most racist man in, in America. Friend, he is definitely the most racist man ever, and he likes to say the word faggot a lot. Oh yeah, behind mm-hmm. closed doors, he likes to pretend like, you know, that's not the case, but. No, he doesn't. He never says that word, the F word, but he definitely is a racist. He likes to pick on the big bone, too. <laughs> big bone? The big boned people. He likes to pick oh, on Oh, yeah, yeah. He likes people. to pick on fat people. Yeah. yeah now that funny. he's skinny and yeah, everything. It must I, be nice yeah. to be skinny and just make fun of fat people yeah, exactly. when you're skinny now. Yeah. And if you if you have a passion for anything music, he fucking... If he you have a passion for music, you're not Gary. You're definitely... <laughs> <laughs> but a sweet collection of Crocs. Exactly. Uh, yeah, so uh, this is episode 57. Uh, not going to be a real big episode. We're a couple weeks behind anyways on our uh, on releasing some stuff. Um, I still got to listen to the one that we finally posted this week because I, I don't remember anything. That's the episode the day after or the day when my brain started feeling real fucking smushy. That was like the day after. The, yeah, that whole weekend was because the week before is when I got kicked in the head. Then I think. And then... Uh, I thought this one was the second outside episode, but I could be it wrong. Was. Oh, it okay. was. It was the second episode. Oh, I, so I don't know. My head didn't really feel bad until like a week after I got kicked in the head. Yeah. yeah. And that was the weekend where like, I think I did the, I can't remember. I got to remember everything. That was the weekend where I went to see Corn and all that shit. The next day we had the fucking, the bachelor party, which is, I think that weekend, which is the second one. Oh, this is some old shit. Can we drink? What's this? Are we watching like reruns? Of yeah. Fucking, oh, what the fuck? Yeah, just put something else on there. You know? <laughs> How the fuck are we watching old fucking? It's not like really. It's football? not really Fox Sports. Well, it's probably Fox yeah. Sports, but not Fox. I would just put like random fighting on or something. Issue? I wish. <laughs> hubba hubba. Um, yeah. So I don't know. We got a couple things to discuss today. I watched a bunch of fucking movies in the last week or so. Not a lot of TV, like that, I've been interested in at all as far as shows or anything. Um, a movie named after ICP's best album, The Wraith. Yeah, I watched that last night for the first time. Dude, holy shit, what a fucking good movie. Have you guys ever seen that before? I remember seeing it, but I don't remember anything about it. It's free. I have to go back and rewatch it. I might have seen it. I don't know. Listen. It's old, right? Like an 80s movie? 86, yeah. yeah. It's Charlie Sheen, Randy Quaid, one of the hottest That's my fucking, boy. Randy Quaid's my boy. He's a cop in this one. Yeah. One of the hottest fucking 80s babes of all time. Arnie even commented on the fact that I watched it. He's like, oh, he, he knew right who she was. Dude, I'll tell you what. It's not often you see... Here's the thing about 80s. So me and Kristen are watching it last night. It was my birthday yesterday. So we're watching some movies. I'm drunk. It's like 1 in the morning. I'm watching this movie. I just happen to turn it on because like, what the fuck, why not? I've heard I've heard about it and it looked interesting. 
Not ex- not at all what I was expecting out of this movie. But like, what a fucking great eighties movie. Soundtrack is phenomenal. Fucking Ozzy's uh, Secret Loser, Billy Idol, fucking all kinds of great songs. Uh, there's a um, oh god, what is that band? Motley Crue fucking doing uh, Smoking in the Boys Room is on it. Like great, great, great eighties soundtrack. If you look up the soundtrack, apparently it's known for its soundtrack. Um, it's a car race movie with like street bandits or street pirates is what they call and they steal people's cars and like people die in it and shit it's like like it's the i can't even i don't want to give away like everything about it it's kind of obvious like a bad we're watching a thing about the bahamas right now looking all nice and shit it don't look like that right now no it doesn't no, it doesn't it's torn up dorian fucking tore through that motherfucker real quick toe up toe up but yeah the, the wraith was fucking uh it was a really good movie man i'd be interested if you guys watch it this week is it on about? prime yeah, it's free on Prime. Give it a watch because it's. I love cheesy '80s like bullshit action because they just don't make movies like that anymore. And honestly, like the graphics are really like good. It's like sci-fi kind of too, right? Yeah, it's it's got a hint of sci-fi. It's a car race movie. People legit like die, and there's like a there's like this tweaker like punk rock dude who every scene yes, that you see him in, yes. he's got a different hair color. And he like like it's been a while. Like gasoline but yes, I know something. exactly what movie you're talking yeah, it's, about. Yeah, dude, now. definitely watch it. Yeah. It's it's a fucking wild ride. Man. I love all those old nonsensical. Yeah. It's '80s movies that mix all kinds of different genres. That was yeah. probably like before trauma's time. Trauma, whatever you want to call it. It's not it. as no. It's nothing like. But a trauma it's movie. not like trauma. But it's like predated. Like kind of like maybe where they like, got some if you of that shit if you from. tried making this movie now, it would 100 percent not get made. Like this yeah. movie had like it honestly had hints of Ma- Mandy. Like Mandy stole scenes out of this movie. Like 100. Mm-hmm. percent There's a scene at the at the beginning where like the street pirate guys like at the very beginning of the movie go to steal some dude's car. Like they fucking chase this guy down and they make you race for your car and like they like held his girlfriend captive and if you lose you have to give up your car or they steal your girlfriend and like the way they pinned him it looked just like man like the scene in mandy where like fucking like those weird creatures showed up like on on bikes or whatever like mm-hmm. it kind of remind i don't know if, even know if you guys know what the fuck i'm talking about but it reminded me I of remember. mandy in like a good way like the cheesy like it's got the cheesiest action and honestly it looks way better than i thought it was going to but it goes to show you that a lot of the time in practical effects go a long way because yeah. they hold up still. Like, mm-hmm. you can't fake. Apparently, a guy died while making the movie in a race. Uh, one of the camera operators, it's like a, uh, uh, I went, I did I did a little Wikipedia in last night because I wanted to find out who this fucking babe in the movie was. Dude, hot. Oh, that's what I was getting at. So I was sitting with Kristen and I'm watching a scene where they're like at this like, they're in, the movie's set in like Arizona, and there's this like lake or something, or this like stream that they that they all go and hang out at. And Charlie Sheen is floating down the river with this fucking babe of a of a lady from the '80s. And one thing, if you know '80s babes, a lot of the time back then, there wasn't a, such a thing as hot '80s babes with nice butts. Like, no, they were all flat. They were all flat. They that, it was the it was the era of big titty, big fake titties, and really, really, really skinny girls. Like. Every one of these girls in this movie had their ribs were showing and they had big fake titties mm-hmm. um, and like real high hair. But like none of them had asses, right? They all kind of looked like Al's dream girls from fucking yeah. Random Children to circle back to that. This girl, nice dunker, d- dumper. Like we're talking fucking prime, bounce a quarter off it. This is the most misogynist thing we're going to talk about today. No, it's not. We're going to talk about way more later on. Yeah. But fucking too far. Like. Listen, if women didn't Listen. want us to notice their asses and be misogynist, right. they wouldn't have good right. asses. Exactly. And thank you. Here's what's... They wouldn't I, wear little tight yoga pants exactly. everywhere they True. go. 
Cheers to that, Ray. Cheers. Yeah, it was it was a good movie. I'd say go back and watch it. I also last weekend my nephew slept over all weekend and we watched um Sunday night we watched he's into horror movies, he's seven, but he watches what's funny is it's like movies that I thought were scary as fuck back in the day. He laughs at now. He doesn't we watched uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Three, I haven't seen it in forever. I don't know if Kristen's ever seen it. And Rosie, I don't know if she's ever seen it either. So we watched it or whatever and like they they were into it. Like he's sitting there laughing the whole time. But like when you watch that now, Yes, practical effects do look better. But I'll tell you what, some movies just look silly now converted in HD. Like, a lot yeah. of the stuff from that movie, you just watch it and you're like, this is, there's nothing scary about this movie. Like, it is, there are some good parts. Like, it's still fucked up when the dude... Well, this is when he, st- he just started being kind of funny, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, So, I mean, I get it. Which, that's a good segue into the It movie, because that's what I, I saw It Chapter 2 yesterday. Very good. I thought it was great. Not as good as the first one. The first one, we already all know, is Stand By Me with a fucking evil clown in it. Great, which is fantastic. Way scarier in the first one. But scaring kids is scarier to me than scaring adults. It's hard to scare adults. So this one's more like a mind trip movie. And it's almost more like... I've heard it be re- uh, related to uh, the later um, Nightmare on Elm Streets because where like Freddy started getting more silly. This is kind of like that, too. Like Pennywise is almost more silly in this movie than he is fucking scary. Yeah. But, like, the movie's well done. And Bill Hader, all the praise that guy's getting for for his shit is phenomenal. They follow the book a lot more than what people realize. And there's a scene at the beginning where people who don't know about the book are bitching about it. You know, the SJWs or whatever of the world. Because they don't get that it's in the movie. I mean, in the book, rather. I dare them to read that book. Well, so you, have, you, have you read it? I, I know of it? it. I haven't read the all whole right. thing. Well, spoiler alert. There's a fucking... Part of the book. It's not a spoiler. The movie, the fucking book's been out since the 80s. Right. Jesus Christ. Um, there's a, a scene in the book, or a section from the book, like near right away at the beginning, the two gay guys get beat up, right? And the scene does make sense, because the whole point is to show you that, like, the first movie sets up where everybody just assumes that Pennywise only attacks kids, because that's who, that's who he targets. He doesn't only attack kids. He just targets them because they're easier. He feeds off of fear, not like feeds off of dead kids. Like, yes, he ends up killing them, but like he he wants, he feeds off your fear, then he kills you, right? So what's easier to scare, a little kid or an adult? Well, clearly, a little kid, right? Because they're more susceptible to things. Their imagination's a lot broader. So it's easier to trick them and scare them and frighten them, and then he can feed, and then he kills them, right? So the whole point of the gay guys getting killed is to show you that like the town's evil, and it's evil, been evil for a long time. And these guys, one of them gets beat, they get jumped or whatever after leaving a bar. One of them gets thrown over a bridge. Pennywise fucking uh, ends up eating one of them from like the armpit, like and just tears him apart or whatever because he's scared. He got beat up. He, he's scared because he was hunted down and then throw over a thing. So he, it's easy prey for fucking Pennywise. He's you know like he's in the water like drowning. It's in the movie. Yeah, really well done. Not the complete exact setup, but like very very similar to it. And like a lot of people were are, are bitching like, well, why did they why did they have to focus on his hate crime? Well, because it's it's not about the hate crime. It's about right. the fact that it was in the book and it's setting up the, to show you because this is about the adult half of the of the book that he he's not only attacking kids, he attacks adults too. Right. So like it's just that we that's all know easy. he attacks adults because if you watch the movie, the original or whatever the one with you know Tim Curry. You see the whole aspect of them being adults being scared later in the movie. That's not so, the point at all. But, but I the get what point you're is, is yeah. we should all know that already. Well, you should know that because of the book. Fuck yeah. the TV, made-for-TV movie. Like, it's 
it's in the book. Like, but that's that's called like setup. That's called like you know the character building and like plotlining. Like people, if you, I don't know, people are fucking idiots. They need to s- slow down. Nat segues back into the, the new Chappelle special. That's what I was just gonna say. He really does. Oh uh, yeah, so I check think out. a lot of the shit he says is really witty in the fucking new Chappelle series yeah. and smart. By the way, go see it chapter two. When you guys see it is when we'll do a, an in depth breakdown of it because I am interested because we did we all did like the first one, mm-hmm. first one. So, but uh, yeah, this should segue into the new Chappelle special because we didn't get to really talk about that last week. Yeah, and this is why he went so hard on the SJWs because shit like people being so pissed about the it thing. Um, it's like anytime you show in a movie a gay guy getting killed all of a sudden it's you're exploiting gay people it's not to set up a story or anything like that it's like you can't do anything bad to these people or say anything bad no matter what mm-hmm. um and if it's in terms of a story then well, it's just part movies, of the story they used to make fun of it like in scary movie like oh the black guy isn't the black guy always supposed to die first right they're right. the new black guys <laughs> <You know>? right <laughs> oh it's okay to kill as many of those yeah. as you want though and yeah, it's okay yeah. to fucking die. Leading right back to Chappelle's joke. One of my, here's a, one of the best parts about the new Chappelle special. The, re, the reason why it's so good is because most of his jokes in this, he's setting them up with real life shit that's going on and people are ignoring. Yeah. When he said the, one of my favorite things in the whole, sh- the whole special was when he's talking about how when he was writing for, writing skits for the Chappelle show and the lady pulls him in and talk, tells him that he can't say the word faggots. He says just like that. And then he's like, all right, well, well, why not? And she goes, well, well, Dave, you're not gay. He's like, well, so it's okay for me to say the N-word, you know, but I'm not. An, he, I'm ruining the joke, but like, yeah, you yeah. know what I'm talking about, the setup yeah, for it. Yeah, yeah. That setup is fucking perfect. Yeah. Like, fuck with that it's funny. Like, it is fucking hilarious, but it's poignant. Like, right. it makes sense completely. It's okay for black people to go around calling each other the N-word. And now a bunch of other people, like Spanish people say it now, and Chinese people say or it Or to even say it on TV. Like, oh, yeah. You know, say as much as you want. Say it in pop culture. Can't say, can't say faggot. Can't say faggot, though. They are now the protected class. Yep. Yep. And, and you know, I get it, but it's gone too far. It's yeah. it's just like either you want acceptance or you don't. Yeah. And that's the, the problem is when you protect it too much, you take away from your acceptance. There, right. There's acceptance, and then there's when you cross over that line, yeah. it becomes the protected class. Right. And it's not even, I don't even, like, another point that he had that was great with, with the, what he called, what is it, the alphabet people or whatever? Yeah, yeah. And, like. That was great. It was fantastic. Yeah. You see that meme I sent you? It was fucking uh, The Simpsons. And it was like. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fucking so good. He's right, though. Like, it's not gay guys. Gay guys are actually pretty fucking funny. All the ones that I know are crack jokes on themselves and say way worse shit than most straight people do. Yeah, and most of them don't care about all the fucking language shit and all all this shit. Like no gay guy I've ever talked to has cared about any of that shit. No, none of the ones I know. They yeah. all if anything they make more jokes than we do. Right. Like I've honestly like they I've heard more gay guys call each other fag. Right. Like like almost like a girl calling oh you bitch like a girl calling another girl or like a dude calling it like I call him a scumbag or an asshole or a cocksucker or mm-hmm. like you know what I mean like I'm pointing to Ray everybody. Yeah. You know, I'm like, hey, you fucking pussy ass motherfucker. And they like, know the difference between someone calling them a fag and us saying it's fag. It's like William right. Defoe and fucking Boondock Saints. Willem Defoe, yes. Willem Defoe. Willem, yeah. Willem. Well, that's his name, Willem. I'm just saying, look it up. I William Defoe. I don't really give I a know, shit to like look it up. You. I really don't. I know you don't care. <laughs> I just like correcting you when I can because it's funny. Is it? Very much All so. Right. So is your face. 
Oh, oh, you got a good one there. Whoa. I'm just gonna call him William anyway. I know you. I know that it's okay. It's okay. I'm not, I don't hate you, but yeah, like it's just one of those. I, I, if you don't find this special funny, you're fucking crazy. I'm sorry. I just have to say it. You might be a hipster if you don't find it funny. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Jesus Christ. That might. Be I think it. the people who don't find it funny are missing how poignant it is. Right. Um. Someone who didn't find it funny, I said to them. It may not be as funny as his other ones, but it's going to go down historically as like the first shot across all of this shit in pop culture, at least. Yep. And that's I think why it's, it's going to live on. I think and it's still funny. Well, did you hear about fucking Rotten Tomatoes? They only, they closed the the rating on it because of the they were worried about the backlash. Only let like five professional reviewers review it. They gave, gave it a, a zero. zero. Fans gave it a 99. Fans, as soon as they open it up to the public, fans give it a 99%. Right. Immediately. Yeah. Like, I have not seen... You can go across Twitter. You can go across anything you want. Me, personally, the fucking actors, musicians, comedians that I follow, nobody has shit on this special, other than, like, one or two people that I know. Yeah, I mean, here's... The the thing about all of this stuff is it's not uh, gay people or... or, or well, transvestites a little bit but it's not these people who are getting all upset about this shit it's white people it's rich Rich left white people people. yep and those are the and mostly women yep those are the ones getting mad and it's a tiny 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 minority Mm -hmm. yet the media makes it seem like it's the majority which tells me there's an agenda behind it and just to tell you guys is probably the reason why trump's gonna win again yeah because yeah, he's you, definitely going to win again because, because of all this mother, shit. Because of all you motherfuckers out there. It's all the same guys, reason he won the first time. Yep, and it's it's just getting worse. All you're doing is proving his point. Right. And I'm not saying I back the guy. I'm simply just saying because of the way you motherfuckers are, you're just you're feeding the fire. There's a, People don't realize because everybody's so afraid to defend themselves. Like all the shit that he was talking about with Kevin, Kevin Hart. I'm glad he brought that up. Yeah. I'm glad he brought up the fucking Louis C.K. thing. Like... He sheds light on all this stuff. He's right, man. Like, yeah. if something's fucking funny, it's funny. Like, stop it. Don't fucking... You don't need to be offended by everything. And he gives... Like, giving words... What does he say? Giving words levity is what's what the issue is. Like, when he told that fucking trans story or whatever, about how, like, he he did four shows at this at this place in San Francisco, and this transvest, uh, transsexual person or whatever came to all four shows... He finally tells the trans joke, was worried about them not finding it funny, thought it was hilarious, laughed harder than anybody else, came up to him after the end of the show and thanked him and said, thank you because you're making, you're equalizing us, which that's what words are supposed to do. Right. If you make things funny, you equalize it. And it's it's the same, same exact concept as go watch fucking 8 Mile and watch Eminem. How did he beat the fucking, the bad guys at the end? He made fun of himself. Mm-hmm. He took the mic first torched himself talked shit about himself he neutralized what they were going to say about him took their own fucking weapons away from them used them on himself now what do you have right well well you're not good at you're not good at what you're doing because unless you can throw fucking shade at people or fucking you know talk shit about them you don't have anything you don't have any actual weapons that's the same exact thing same mentality yep that's exactly what's going on like if people would just realize that yeah, people start resenting these people because they they're so protected, right. not because they are what they are. Listen, if I hear if I hear somebody talking shit about like if like man, like I know people that one of the reasons why they fucking 
one of the reasons why they didn't like the the gay thing in um in the it chapter two is because the two gay, gay guys are shown making out. That grosses some people out. Me, not even a little bit. And if that grosses you out, fucking stop it. It's just yeah. two people fucking. Who gives a shit? Right. Who like? Who cares? If that really bothers you, you there's something wrong with you. I'm sorry. Right. Like you might not you be. You watch it. somebody get killed. That doesn't gross you out. But. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's kind of my point. Like, and that's where I I want people to understand is it's like it's the same thing as like if I if I hear somebody being legitimately a Nazi or a racist. I'm gonna fucking yeah. That's, I want to step up and protect right. you. That's different than saying the words. Right, exactly. Like, like you can't differences. Like I, when people call somebody a racist because they say a word, that doesn't make you a racist. No. If if you go out and try to hold that person down or hurt that person or that race or whatever, exactly. that makes you a racist. Exactly. If you don't like people because of the color of their skin, you're a racist. Yeah. If you are reading a fucking like, if you're singing along to like any Tupac song ever. And you say those words in your vehicle, doesn't make you racist. No, it makes you a music enthusiast. <laughs> it makes you a fan. Words have context. That's really what we need to go back to. There's context behind well, words. Well, this this kind of goes back to. So I was showing my mom because I don't want to rewatch the the Chappelle special for a third time in one week. So I sh- uh, yesterday she was at my house hanging out for a little bit with my brother, and I put on the last Tom Segura special because I've only seen that like once or twice. I haven't seen it in a while. And he had, I forgot all about it. He had a whole joke about all that, like how you can't say the word retard anymore and you can't say this or that. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he goes, you know what you can make fun of? White people. He's like, you can say cracker, honky, wop, fucking <laughs> guinea, mick. What, you can say, he's like, you can say any, any one of those. None of us are going to find it offensive. Well, to bring it up into uh, current times, Antonio Brown just got released from the Raiders for calling the GM a cracker. And Hilarious. Starting to fight him and whatever. Yeah. That's fine. Hilarious. But what do you and another team picked him up? What do you think would happen if some white dude called oh, a black coach a nigger? He'd be gone. He wouldn't what do you even think? be in the he'd NFL anymore. He'd be gone forever, dude, banned he'd, forever. He'd be fucking done. Yep. He'd be done. It's the same idea as wasn't there like a scandal for a little while where like the, there was a, a a a guy came out as gay, a football player came out as gay, but it, he only came out at, that he was gay after he got cut and nobody was picking him up. He was like a lineman or something. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember his name. You yeah, know, I, I know, know who you're talking about. Ugh. You fucking came out as gay, and as he soon was as on like would, Ellen and fucking Regis and Kathy Lee he was, after he came out. Yeah, he was. He came. He only came out as gay after fucking after. Got, yeah. So they dropped him. Yeah. Yeah, he only came out after he. But was here's gay the thing: he, he failed as a football player, so he came out as gay, and then started telling everybody that like. He, you know, people were like busting his balls about being gay in the locker room and everything else. Like, man, it's a convenient story. Yeah, you know why he didn't get picked up? He was a fucking like a seventh round draft pick, yeah. and he wasn't that good. He sucked. Yeah, maybe you just weren't good at your job, buddy. Right? You know what I mean? You get paid millions of dollars to be good at like playing football. If he was good, he would have got picked up. If there, if like, same with Kaepernick. Look at, hey man, not for, oh, that's all, exactly. He's a great example of that too. I'm not gonna get into that right now, but the reason why Kaepernick. Is doing what he's doing is because he fucking sucks. He's not yeah. a good football player. Stop. Listen, it. he should probably be in the league because he would be a decent backup. Yes. But like as a starter making millions of dollars, get the fuck out he, of here. They tried it. He failed yeah. miserably. He had yeah. one decent season because any of those running quarterbacks, take your fucking pick, Jamarcus Russell, uh, Vince Young, fucking uh, Colin Kaepernick, every one of those guys has been, one really good season. Yeah. And then once teams figure out their patterns, Cam Newton, they can't do anything. Cam Newton, well, Cam Newton. I'll give him some credit because he's at least figured out a way to. He's get still better. not a good quarterback. He's still not. He's still not a fucking Brady. He's, although I am interested to see that fucking what happens this year with uh, Patrick. Fuck, yeah, uh, up Mahomes too. Mahomes. Yeah, yeah. Pat Mahomes last year, dude. 
not only could he scramble, he could fucking sit in a pocket. He could. He's dangerous. Yeah. So this year is going to be interesting. But it's the same as what's the dude from the Texans? Fucking, I think we have him. Um, I think I have him on my team. Um, Fuck. Uh, I know who you're talking about. I you can't think of his name. Well, it's like the Colts. Like everybody, all oh, luck, luck retired, and they're surprised about that. Not for nothing, dude. Like the fucking dude that's backing up uh, the the kid Jacoby Brissett. He was on a Pats. I've seen the dude play in person. Yeah. He's a good quarterback. Yeah. And he's a, he learned how to play pocket quarterback from the best quarterback of all time. I mean, he's not Andrew Luck, but yeah. No. Well, has he ever been? Has he ever had an opportunity? Yeah. To try I, mean, I guess he could be. But. Like he, they kept him. They kept him over fucking. Uh, uh, what the fuck is his name? Castle? No, not Matt Castle. Who's the fucking kid that we traded away to San Francisco and he he's been a flop because he keeps getting hurt? Garoppolo. Garoppolo, yeah. Garoppolo I, was good last year. Real quick, year too. Got hurt. Hold on. Let me let me fucking let me uh pick on myself. I hate when people say the, the word we like I own the football yeah. team. So I apologize in advance because I talk shit about those people. What what the Patriots traded away, I should say. But yeah, Garoppolo, he's another one that everybody fucking blew him up like he was the best thing that ever. Well, he was doing happened. very good till he got hurt last year. Yeah, but he, how many times has he been hurt now? That was on last year was his first full year. Yeah, but how many times has he been hurt? That's the reason why he hasn't had a full year. When he was playing for the Patriots, last time I went, it was three years ago, 2016. Well, he got hurt when he was backing up Brady. Right. And And then he got hurt in his first game. I went to see a game. He got hurt. Brissett came in, played a game, got hurt in that game, finished the game. Garoppolo could have played against Buffalo. I was at that game. They got fucking torched. It was a home game. Chose not to. Chose not to because he didn't feel like it. And Brissett was more hurt. And fucking they ended up getting blown out because... That kid had to fucking go out there and play. But I remember Brissett being a solid fucking football player. I'm not, again, I'm not saying he's Andrew Luck, but a lot of these guys, until they have an opportunity, yeah, you don't know what they're going to do, you know? Uh, but anyways, yeah, so we've this is as bad as wrestling for Ray, <laughs> which I'm kind of surprised. I'm surprised you don't look, because I've seen you watch football, and it seems like you're into it when it's on. You just don't like following it? Yeah, I've never really just cared about to follow the fucking the players and everything. It just doesn't really phase me. But it's but. funny though because like it's a good character. What do you call it? Like character watch or something? Because like when you watch wrestling once in a while, I can see that you're kind of like, all right, well that was actually kind of a cool match. But ninety percent of it, you just as soon as it's on, your brain turns right off and you don't want to be part of it. Football when it's on, it seems like you actually kind of get into it. Like, and I've watched you watch football. I don't mind watching sports. Like I said, like I'll watch hockey games and shit, yeah. and like pretty much understand like you know the you quarters and everything yeah, yeah. and everything. Okay. I understand like the game itself. I just don't follow the characters and the names. Yeah, I don't follow it nearly Go as much crazy as I used to, like, no. I used to be. It's hard for me. Yeah, football was my thing. I only follow because I'm in fantasy, and honestly, even this year, it's it's gonna be a rough year fantasy because I'm only in one league. I wasn't able to make the fucking draft, so my partner. I'm on a, it's a co-owner league. My partner picked the team, and he picked, he did all right though. We have we have fucking we have some good players. So it's, it's not for nothing. The draft isn't where you you win anyways. It's the fucking it's what you do in the yeah the waiver line because ninety percent of these guys are going to end up getting hurt. There's going to be some crazy fucking rookie as long as you get like out. two or three good draft picks. Like I got Mahomes. We got Todd Gurley. We yeah. got fucking and uh, Gurley. I got it, we got Gurley. We got fucking uh, oh god. I honestly, I would have to relook. Marvin Jones. We got a couple of good guys too. It's a solid team. Got the fucking kid from the Texans. Why can't I remember his name? It's right on my fucking phone, too. I'm oh, asshole. quarterback? Yeah. It starts with a D. can't remember his first name. You're right. I'll look it up. Like Demetrius or Demarcus or something like that. Deshaun Watson. Deshaun. Yep. Name it, just keep on naming them black names. <laughs> <laughs> Damon. D'Angelo. D'Angelo. <laughs> just Jerome. Jerome. Jamarcus. It 
Jebediah. I do have a fucking funny thing to, to say about that, but I'm not going to say it right now because <laughs> it's just going to feed race fire. But no. Put it this way, with what I do for work, it's just it is kind of funny that like certain parts of the country, certain cities that you've heard about, like there's some cities where it's like White Town, Pennsylvania, and it's Todd Smith. And, like, you don't have to ask them how to spell their name even a little bit. But you get close to Detroit, and it's like, how many syllables is that? And it's uh, <laughs> like, Jadavius uh, yeah, fucking it's, it's whatever. Funny. And it's not even, like, I'm not even saying black people. I'm just saying in general, like, it's yeah, not yeah. just black people. It's all, like, it's it's all racism. Even, like, the white people are, like, it's just funny how, like, when you're closer to a fucking, like, Dallas, for instance, mm-hmm. you know, then you start getting those Spanish names. and Or, like... There, a lot of when ca- I first started a lot doing of telemarketing, and you know, they get the little names yep. that pop up on the screen before you call them and shit. Nowhere of lie, you know, I'm gonna get my ass chewed out for this. This is good though. Fucking the name, fucking Jesus, when it would come up, I'd be calling people on the yeah, telemarketing. Jesus, like, Jesus. Is Jesus home? Well, I work with a dude. I work with a dude that is. His, he's Spanish, but his yeah. name is Jesus. Like that's what. Yeah. That's yeah. literally what his parents named him. But it's Jesus. You know, yeah, it's yeah, the same yeah. Thing. But he is Jesus. But he's smart, and on the phone, he tells everybody that it's Jesus. But. He knows is that the name gonna, of the episode? He is Jesus. He's Jesus. Yeah, exactly. Uh, fucking he's Jesus home. But like, it's it's funny. Or like when you you know when when somebody calls in because we have a bunch of partnerships with uh, big tech companies like Apple. A good chunk of people that call in and they're like, "Oh, I'm I'm calling from California. I just moved here. I work for Apple." Ninety nine point nine percent of the time. They're from India, and they have some crazy... And it's not even... Again, not knocking anybody, but, like, they have syllables that we just don't have. So, yeah. like, the, the spelling of their name is just... I. It's like, you, you're going to have to spell that for me frenetically. Like, yeah. Who yeah. loves getting calls from the Guatemalan FBI? <laughs> a fucking oh, scam Jesus artist Christ. telling us that we're fucking... <laughs> You know, I don't. I don't answer. Phone I haven't calls, got those, so. but oh, I've heard those about are them. Good. I get shit like I don't. I haven't answered a phone call in two years, so I don't. I just I text. If you don't text me or fucking or message me, I'm not gonna. You can clearly tell these people are from like Honduras or fucking. Yeah. Sir, we are at the FBI. <laughs> we Sir? have warrants against you. Sir, I'm, ne- I'm going to need you to verify your social security. Give me number. your social security number, or we're going to knock your door down. Yeah. Or no, eat a dick. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so oh, I started watching uh, The Death. To Smoochie? Uh, no, I love that movie. Uh, the Death documentary last night that's on Amazon. Definitely something we should all watch, too. I got through half it. So Kristen's, she's like, well, you know, she's kind of, she just got home when I was watching it. And uh, before we watched The Wraith or whatever. So I'm watching it. She's like, I don't even know who this band is. I'm like, oh, I, re- I remember the band. I never got real big into them. But, like, I remember Leprosy. Like, I remember fucking Human. I remember a lot of the songs. I just never, it's just a band I never really got into, but like hearing it, they fucking good stuff, man. That dude, Chuck, was a lunatic. I don't like he was. I don't know much about him. It's an interesting story because it's like, it's it's funny because they're, they're, they consider themselves death metal, but they don't sound death metal to me. They just sound like thrash metal to me. They're like, more like technical. Technical. They did. They became thrash. technical, yeah. but they yeah. weren't right away. No. Yeah. He, he walked around telling everybody that he was like. Well, a lot of the metal. original death metal. I mean, you can tell a lot of it came from thrash because listen yeah. to the first Morbid Angel album, listen to the first Death yeah. album. There's a lot of thrash in those albums. And yeah, then it, it be, then it became like a a different thing. Yeah, after it's that. it's funny because like that just goes to show you with any other kind of fucking metal though, like whereas the like Carcass, so Carcass went from like death metal. To they went thrash. from like grind really to, to like, death metal like, to yeah. technical death metal. <laughs> well, look at Mastodon. Didn't they start as like technical death metal and now they play like 
I don't know what they were, but now they're like more progressive. Yeah, I never got into them, but yeah. I know they were different. I before. like a lot of the stuff that they have now. I haven't. I, that's a band I don't. Some of the new stuff is hit or miss for me. I like. There's a couple. The what is it? The Le- Leviathan. Or something? Yeah, that's yeah. a good album. Uh, then there's another one right around there that's really good. The one with the whale on the cover is pretty decent. I think that's Leviathan. Yeah. yeah. Then there's another one that I like. I can't remember the fucking name of it that I, I really, really got into it. I mean, stuff like that I can... I have to take in doses. I can't... That's... It's too much for me. You have to be able to sit and listen to it. Yeah. See, that's music that has layers. That's very impressive. Yes. That you can sit and peel apart and get lost in and get fucking... Are you referring... bring up the worst album of the fucking new year? I, don't, I had to. I had to just take a jab. <laughs> I'm so over that. You you oh, got dude, Steve. You're gonna have to bite the bullet. And listen to it at least once. I guess I have to wait till it dies down, though. Because yeah. at this point, I'm 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 fucking overhearing about it. But you're gonna have to at least. We'll have to pick a day and just be like, just listen to it. Just get it over with. I'm sure everybody who's listening to this probably six months from now will know. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it's pretty obvious if you do the timeline of when yeah. this was recorded. It's September eighth. You figure out a week ago what came out. Well, we're going to catch up. I'm going to do two this week, and then we'll keep one in the can for when you have your wedding yeah. and we can't record. I'll tell you what, man. 19, 2019, just banger after fucking banger after banger. Just a lot keep of good albums. And there's a lot of shit I haven't even been able to scratch the surface of yet. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff getting announced. A lot of stuff fucking, a lot of bands going in to record. A lot of bands fucking, uh, I just listened to, I haven't listened to Joss's show in a while. Um, but I listened to an episode, a new episode with Kirk Weinstein, and I guess not only does Kirk have a solo album that he's been working on for two years coming out, which I can't fucking wait to hear, but on top of that, uh, they're gonna be they're gonna be writing and recording a new uh, Crowbar album, and it's gonna be finished by the end of the year, which the last two or three have been absolutely fucking absolutely fantastic. Yeah, I can't remember exactly which one. I think it's not the last one, the one before that. Or is it Symmetry and Black. Symmetry and Black. Fucking so good. That man. whole album is fucking by far one of my favorite Crowbar albums. Oh, Sever the Wicked Hand is yeah. fantastic. Fucking Symmetry and Black. I can't remember the new one, the newest one's name, but that's a really good album. I never too. really got into Crowbar for whatever reason. I mean, I like some stuff, but no, I never really liked an album. I don't really know a lot of the really old stuff. I know it because I've listened to it, but like I didn't dig real deep into it because I just wasn't into it when it was around. Like, but now that I'm a little bit older, this is 35, by the way, everybody. I turned 35. So now I'm like, I told I told Rosie and Kristen, like, when I got up yesterday, we're all downstairs, whatever. I was getting ready to leave. They're bullshitting. They're like, oh, how do you feel? I was like, well, I was like, I officially think I'm going to start listening to Godsmack. <laughs> <laughs> like, they just started laughing. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I was like, I'm just saying, yeah, I'm just going to start listening to fucking Godsmack and Creed. And why? Well, I already like a, a Creed album. I'm not going to lie, but I, I just like some Creed. I Hopefully, like thirty six doesn't turn into Nickelback. <laughs> I told him, I said, I'm, I, I'm, I'm going to start admitting the fact that I actually there's a couple good Nickelback songs. I've always thought that they have a couple you heavy mean songs. Nickelback. No, they have, dude. Oh. People don't realize, man. People want to shit on that band, but they have a couple songs that are like are heavy. Tara, right, you can still shit on them. Yeah. I'm still going to shit on them. <laughs> and then actually, I said something. This is literally the conversation we had. Then Rosie was like, "Yeah, wait. Next, you're going to start liking Five Finger Death Punch." She's like, "No, no, no. That will never happen." <laughs> I was like, "I will 100 percent." slip my own wrist before I ever like even admit that I've listened to a song let alone fucking I've given their songs a chance I just don't like it I can't get into it I don't get it I, I'm never no. gonna get it I, I will never understand that band I will never get why when people, people like tell it. me that they like Nickelback not well, not Nickelback what was I thinking of uh, Five Finger Death Punch and Disturbed those are the two worst Disturbed bands Disturbed is probably I fucking hate the Disturbed. most hated band in my viewpoint I agree for uh, me. There's nothing worse than wearing a metal shirt. 
a real metal shirt. We talked this, but I love. I know. It. And I then some it. dude coming metal. up and saying, "Hey, man, you like metal? Fucking disturbed, huh? Yeah, you're yeah, fucking yeah, awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck off. Try not to fucking laugh my fucking ass off in their face because yeah. it's like what? <laughs> yep. I can't. I, uh, I, I, I had hate. somebody at work come up to me and be like, "Oh yeah, man, I heard you listen to heavy shit, man. You like Five Finger Death Punch?" Like, no. Yeah. Okay, buddy. <laughs> no, Let's not fucking... even a little bit. Shoot. Dude, the best is like, like, cause I'm, you know, I'm, I work out and go to the gym and stuff, and there's nothing better in the world than pe- when people are like, "Oh, what do you listen to at the gym?" You like, you know, you're into like Metallica, and I'm like, "Yeah, I've listened to a Metallica album when I worked out once." So I said, "Like, man, my favorite, you know, like I'm gonna lift extra heavy if I got my favorite Five Finger Death Punch album." And I'm like, I just. You lost me. I'm sorry. I just don't get some it. Some people, though, you can take that little gateway and bring them somewhere else. But some people just stay in that gateway oh, and they don't go I anywhere listen, else. Dude, not for nothing. Oh, I admittedly. Oh, I had a gateway too. I have. A, I have that for sure. And I have a lot of bands that like. I am positive. If I if, if one of those people that were like, oh man, at the gym, like typically they listen to hip hop, but whatever the popular hip hop is that's out there, and they're like, but when I really need to lift, I listen to Five Finger Death Punch. You know, metal. And I'm like, yeah metal but like i have bands that you gotta could, give these you people a playlist like hammer smash face and fucking yeah, yeah but even know. in like nothing like slipknot kill your mother rapey dog slipknot's yeah. doing it right man whether you like them or not at least on their who they bring out to tour they, they open the show with behemoth right now then gojira and volbeat volbeat i'm not real big into but i saw we saw them open up for metallica they were great live they're not my kind of music but like i get why people would like them you know what i mean they're like kind of just heavy rock and roll but that's such a good package tour. Yeah. Behemoth is like to us, it's commercial death metal. But like it, they still got some fucking. Seeing them bangers. before yeah. they were fucking famous. So when I got to see them at the yeah. living room, like that's that wild. was like, now seeing them with six feet yeah. under, and they're still heavy the as room. shit and real metal. Oh yeah, dude, their last album was great, man. Yeah. It had some fucking good songs on. They had. I don't know if you guys have fucked with it or not, but like, uh, yeah, I've heard some of it. Some What's fucking that, the great Satanist? songs. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. There's some fucking good stuff on there, man. I like like. Behemoth's a band with their albums, like, I have to pick through, like, maybe, like, maybe five or six tracks on the album, right. and then, yeah, like, I, I, I really dig those five or six tracks albums. Uh, I just messed that all up. Thanks, not, Cookie. No, I agree. Anyway, <laughs> fucking... <laughs> Thanks, Cookie. Thanks, Big. Cookie. So, uh... I'm gonna write that down. No, throughout their albums, I have, like, a little list yeah. of shit that I like. Yeah, you know? me too. Well, like, I mean, I, I saw... I, I went to the first leg of the Farewell Slayer tour at Mohegan Sun like a year and a half ago, and it was, it was. Speaking of, that's coming up soon, isn't it? November. Okay. The last one. That's a drive, though. That's a hike, but I 100% will make that. Like, I'll, I'll, trust me, I'll make sure I can go to that show. Me personally, no such thing as seeing Slayer too many times. So all those motherfuckers out there, Gary, that think they're boring live, eat a dick. I don't care. I also think they're boring live. Ah, you're crazy. I love them. I fucking I could listen to that band live a million times. There's no such thing as Slayer being played too loud. Like there's just there's there will never nothing will raise the hair on my arms better than hearing fucking South of Heaven open up live or fucking like <sighs> War Ensemble live or felt like ah oh man so, just so many fucking. I always thought that would have been a great name for a tag team. War Ensemble? Yes. That is a great name for a technique. <laughs> Let me know when you want to dust off the boots. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine. Right. Fucking Steve comes out of retirement. He's like, yeah, I was talking, I talking to him one time on the podcast. I just figured one more time. Let's strap it in. Not strap it on, right? You get your <laughs> mind out of the gutter. Concussions and fucking cone heads. Fucking looking yeah, like um, a bunch of fucking illiterate I, I wasn't going to make a big announcement like on my Facebook and social media stuff, but I think I'm going to have to. I think I'm going to have to make one tomorrow. 
or this week. Uh, thanks, Cookie. I'm gonna start writing down. Yeah, you've done that for the last two or three. Couple, you? Yeah. Yep. Uh, thanks, Cookie. Oh, I can remember them too. Anyways, uh, yeah. What I was gonna say is like when I saw them, it was Behemoth, Anthrax, fucking Behemoth, Anthrax, Slayer, Lamb of God, and I thought there was another band that opened up, and I can't remember who the fuck it was, but. Nothing in the world was better than going to take a piss after Behemoth played and having all those old men absolutely fucking hate Behemoth. Like, it was the funniest fucking shit to watch all these dudes. Were they all bitching by the bathroom, being like, oh, this band's horrible. Dude, as soon as they were done, they were like, definitely, like, I wouldn't piss after them, and I think I wouldn't piss after Anthrax. Slayer fans are just like Metallica fans. They're like... They're in that old You're era, and they get don't move that, on. Like, yeah. no matter of course. what you go to see. Like, I went to go see Baroness a while back. I think it was on the purple. No, it was on the green and gray or whatever. Uh, whatever it is. Either way, everybody wants to go to hear Baroness in the red album where they were heavier. And now they're playing a different style of music. And you always have those people in the crowd who got to voice yeah. their opinion yeah. on what they came to see. It's like, sorry, buddy, but, you know, you came to see the band and you know they have a new album out. We're going to get, like, I probably won't go see Tool at this point because of that, because I'm going to. I've never seen them. I'm going to see two to three songs and the show will be over. That's why I don't (laughs) really, I don't really consider myself a fan of bands. I'll consider myself a fan of certain albums. Yeah. And that's it because I'm a music fan. So I'm just going to gravitate towards the music. I like whatever, whatever your band is. Whether and you know I don't I like I I I almost like no uh, I don't like every album from any band. Yeah, I think there's only a handful of bands that I can truly say that I I do enjoy. Like I I talk about them all the time, but every time I die, I they have not put out a bad album. Yeah, I mean as long as you're, if you're considering their major label stuff, I've honestly to this day never heard, technically they have an EP a five song EP called uh, Burial Plot Bidding War that came out in like. 2000 or something and I, like I couldn't find it when I when I first got into them and then like years later they reissued it when they 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 changed fucking uh, labels and like to this day I've never listened to it but like the band themselves will tell you that the that the album sucks because it's not like Keith had the fucking back then Keith used to use like a, it was big in the hardcore scene to use a, a, a distortion pedal for your vocals when you couldn't scream heavy enough mm-hmm. And like he, I guess he like used that back then. It's like old, like like when I was going to two pie days, like all the same bands sounded exactly the same. So like, I just I can't picture myself enjoying it now. They don't play any of those songs, so mm-hmm. like I don't, I just I don't count that as an album. Like right. I count everything, you know, after that. But um, this, I mean, outside of that, I don't, I honestly, don't, I don't know. Because uh, Slayer's got a fucking dud or two. Uh, Metallica, we huh? Slayer has like thirty years worth of duds. Yeah, they they got a couple. <laughs> Uh, see, though, I don't know. Like, I I like every album from the '80s. I don't think there's a Mega single Megadeth's a band that you got to pick albums. Oh god, that's not even a, that's not even an argument though. Like, it's, yeah. they got a lot of dog shit in their catalog. They've got a few. Hey, listen, if you've been around as long as those bands, you're gonna have some dog shit. Yeah, just the way it is. Fucking Sepultura's gonna. Yeah. You know, gonna Although you did like the new song that I played, I was I, I liked was, it too. When I'm when I talk about Sepultura, I talk about Max. Yeah, Sepultura. Yeah. I'm not talking about new. I I was surprised by that. I'm, I'll be honest. Yeah. I have no idea. I have not gone back to listen to that. No, yet, but I, I will eventually. The problem is that there's just so much other fucking music out there. Like there's so yeah. many. There's things. so much new shit that's good. Like it's it's and old shit that you hadn't hadn't heard that you go yeah. back and find. Fuck man, I'm 
find it. I went. I went deep diving the other day. I, I went and found all kinds of bands on fucking Spotify that I didn't think would be on Spotify because they're album. They're bands from like when I was coming up. That like I remember having the album for. There's still a couple that aren't on there that I don't think ever will, which kind of suck. But then there's bands that are on there that you're like, why the fuck? Like nobody listens to this. Why the fuck is it on here? Yeah. You know, like. Uh, but I don't know. I'll take anything else. I'm trying to think of what else did I have. Oh, you want to give a quick recap of the UFC? From yeah. Um. There wasn't. It was a lot of um, no-name stuff in the undercard and uh, even even the main show. Um, the two matches that anyone really cared about was Paul Felder against uh, Edson Barboza, which was the co-main, and the main event was obviously um, Khabib and Poirier. Uh, Poirier. Um, the the co-main was actually really good. Uh, those guys slugged it out for a while. Um, I think. Felder ended up winning a uh, decision, uh, but they stood there and uh, they're both strikers, so that's what they did all fight, both great strikers. And then Khabib and Poirier, Khabib dominated through the whole thing, but he had some moments where he was kind of uh, kind of in trouble. He got he got clipped one time. He was wobbly. Uh, Poirier. There was like 125 degrees in the fucking building. I heard about that. Literally. I heard there was something they built. It was the first thing that they've had in that building. And apparently the ACs like didn't yeah, work or something. Yeah, it was 125 degrees. So after fucking the first Dubai. round where um, Khabib did what Khabib does and was just mauling him on the ground. Poirier, I think once he clipped him, he tired himself out because he was throwing like wild, slow punches. And he wasn't able to, to get him. And then Khabib dominated the rest of the round. And then the third, he got... Uh, Khabib took him down and he got caught in a, in a choke and he, he, he was almost, he was almost ready to go. And then he kind of rolled out of it and bridged out and get out of it. But he was in trouble a couple of times, even though, but he still dominated the whole thing. It was just too like real yeah. quick. Fucking Corey's legit, man. Oh it's, yeah. You know, he's good. He's very good. And he's, he's a big guy for that weight. Just yeah. like Khabib kind of is too. I saw I saw after the fight when he fucking he dove out of the cage and fucking hugged Dana and like, yeah I don't know what that was. was about I think he was just happy that he like he won I think he I didn't, didn't realize that he was in trouble I was watching uh, the fight companion after after the fights had already happened and um, I didn't realize I knew he's popular but he's not really a draw in the U S but outside of the U S he's a fucking I guess he's got like superstar like a hundred million fucking social media followers yeah. and shit I guess you know. We here in the U.S. think if you're not a star in the U.S., then you're not a star. But if you star all over the world, then I guess you're a star. Because well, you don't think I don't think of him as a star. You put him in Russia. Yeah, right. <laughs> all done. I mean, I mean, he's a star within the UFC, but I don't think of him as like a Conor McGregor. I agree. Uh, th- but that's just the way we we look at people, right? Kind of. I I did see Conor tweeted set up the rematch in Moscow. Yeah. Which, dude, it's the same thing's gonna happen. You're just gonna get the fuck kicked out of you. Nobody wants to see it. There's there's only a handful of fights that people really want to see Conor do. Right I don't now, think Khabib is unbeatable it. at all. No, I agree. But in Russia, yeah, where get a hey McGregor, you want to fight again? Take a couple fucking two yeah, fights. Take take a couple because you haven't looked good for a while. Yeah, you know because you fight once every two years at this point. Yeah, and the last couple of times you fought, you didn't look great. But I am hype about Masvidal and Diaz being. Oh yeah, you. yo, that whole fucking card, bro. Covington and fucking... Uh, that might not be uh, happening. Oh, shit. That sucks. Uh, Kobe's asking for too much money, and the, I think I think Diaz and Masvidal is now the main because they don't think they're going to be able to book that. 
Uh, not for nothing? Oh, totally okay with that. Yeah. Totally okay with that. Yep. Fuck a belt. Who gives a shit at this point? Oh, no, they're UFC... making a BMF belt. Right, but I'm talking about like, which is dope. I'm talking about a like a, a specific title yeah, yeah, for yeah. UFC. Oh, I don't know. Those, those titles are fucking jokes now. At this yeah. Point. The only thing matter. I care about with title fights is the five rounds. Yeah. That's all I care about. That's it. Yeah, and any main event dope. is five rounds now, so this will be five rounds yeah, too. Which is thank you. Yes. Exactly. I'm so I'm so happy about it. Yo, that fight is gonna be fucking bananas. Yep. And the fucking shit talking they're gonna do to build up to that. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure if they're gonna. Just because they, they respect will. each other so much. I feel like it's gonna be like friendly shit talking. Probably. I yeah, I don't think it's gonna be like I don't think it's gonna be like uh like a Covington shit talking. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? But it'll be a great fight either way. There's no doubt it's gonna be a great fight. Oh god. It can't it can't not be. It's gonna be a fucking banger, man. Yeah. It's gonna be a good one. Uh, there's not much else that I'm really looking forward to. Like I'm, I'm really hoping because I've heard little, you know, snips ever since fucking what's his name, um, uh, Stepe one that like Jones is kind of like hinted a few times, but like I'm, I want that to happen so bad. Mm-hmm. But I just, I think he wants, I think he needs one more fight at light heavyweight to be like the under, like untouched. Like he's already untouched. He's technically undefeated, which the, I think they are working on getting that one loss reversed at least to yeah. a no contest, which yeah. it should be a win. It was fucking ridiculous. Yeah, at least make it a no contest so he doesn't have a loss on his record because right. he didn't lose. Right. He was dominating that fucking fight. If you ever watched that him fight fucking Matt Hamill, dude, holy fucking shit, yeah. man, he was slaughtering that dude. And that that dude was a fucking animal back then. Yeah, I met him when I went to the UFC Expo. Did you? Yeah, he was a wicked nice guy. Like real like freak strong like when he went to like he, like he shook benny's hand and was like sh- like like forcibly like moving him around like i don't know how to explain, like trying to get him to pose a certain way yeah but he doesn't i think because he's he was deaf he did like didn't realize how fucking strong he was kind of thing well he could just be one of those fucking farm boys that, he, he was know. a little bit of both like yeah. his other senses were heightened because he was deaf you know? oh yeah, like, yeah. He, he didn't have a motor like he didn't have an off switch he just yeah. had a motor yeah whatever Oh, you checked the two's already on it? No. It's probably a cam. Uh, I heard that good voice was pretty fucking fun. You should put on that fucking Fast and Furious Hobbs vs. Show. That's, you don't need to listen to that. It's just going to be a stupid bunch of shit getting blown up. I don't even watch it either. No, you know what? I, don't, I hate the Fast and Furious movies. I don't mind the ones since The Rock's been around. The last like three have actually been enjoyable. They're so ridiculously over the top. That they're actually enjoyable. Like, they remind me of, like, what Rambo turned into or something. You know which I used to make fun of the that whole series of movies, whatever the fuck we're talking about, Fast and Furious. And then I watched one of them. I don't know if it's, like, Tokyo Drift or something. I didn't think it was bad. Yeah, I haven't was, seen the rest, but. That's when they were still not that great. That's the third one, I think. From five on, I think, is when they got, like. Really I didn't even think that one was bad. Yeah, they, got, they went from being, like, kind of whack, like. Every kid in our high school had big stupid exhausts on Honda oh, Civics all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah. Like, they were that kind of thing. To, like, now they're just, like, these big, crazy, over-the-top fucking action movies. And then as soon as they added The Rock to it, it was, like, game over. It, yeah. It was just, it, they're, they're, they're so absurd that they're incredible. You know what? Doesn't Amazon Prime show football games now? I believe they did. I don't know if they still do. Try that. Go on Prime Video. I know they were last year. Yeah. This is the thing that they're doing, but I, th- I thought that it was only like the game of the week, but I don't know if that's. Oh, maybe. Yeah, I know it wasn't like a full schedule. Is that the show you were talking about? Carnival Row? Yeah, whack. Scoring. Alright. I couldn't get into it. 
person. 12 Monkeys is a fucking great movie. Oh, King of New York. I watched that two weeks ago. That shit was That's a really good movie. movie. Never saw that before? No. No. I really I enjoyed it. I, I had it on DVD for the longest time. Yeah, I tried watching it. It was okay. Yeah. I only watched the first season. Yeah, that King of New York dude. Real yeah, that's good a good movie. movie. Real good fucking movie. Walking. Oh, the Nummy Train's good for what it is. Super fucking obvious what like the twist in it. Super gay. <laughs> Super gay. Uh, facts. Well, facts. Well, well, I heard that Banshee's supposed to be really good. Yeah, me too. The tick. Banshee's supposed to be a lot like. Uh, it's got the dude from fucking oh, yeah. the boys in it. Little nice. waffles. Little waffle stomp. <laughs> little waffle stomp. Waffle stomp and shits. Oh, it's baseball. No football. Baseball. I have an upcoming events. Yeah, but I don't know. Is this actually on Prime where you could watch this I shit? I think it so. Was, yeah. yeah. Last year, they, they had football games on it. Uh, no, it was Thursday night games. Was it? That's what it was. It was Thursday night games only. Oh, well. Yeah, whatever. Oh, shit, the running man? Fuck, man. Put that shit on. It's not on there. This is it's going to make me pay for it. Oh. It's watched now with Prime, yeah. though. Right there. How come it doesn't have the little thing on in the corner? Your this Prime is, looks different than mine. Your Prime looks way different than mine. I agree. Go up. And go. I run mine on PlayStation 4 well, also. This isn't on the PlayStation. Oh, this is on the oh, Fire Stick. That's why. Oh, fuck. Yeah, so. I don't know. I couldn't yeah. get into it. That looks whack. It, it, yeah, you know, just, okay. I get it. That's about it. That's about all I had with it. I, could, I just couldn't. First episode was kind of boring. It's, uh, bitch got, like, fairy wings and shit. Fucking, I don't know. All right. It's uh, just about an hour, and we might as well get into music. This week's episode of Three Dudes and Cold Brews podcast, we talk three randoms. Um, No theme at all, really. Just uh, just some just some banger talk. What you doing, Ray? Hey, Liz. All right, so we have to wait till Ray gets back. I'm glad that he decided to take a piss right then. I'm trying to think of what else is uh, coming up that I'm that I'm looking forward to. This is a couple shows coming up. TV shows. I am. I haven't watched the trailer for that for the Breaking Bad movie yet, but it, it, it does sound dope. I don't want to get it ruined for me. Yeah, there's really. It's really not even like a real trailer. It's kind of like a interrogation just scene. Like talking, right? Yeah. I don't know, I'll be interested to see it. I'll, I'll be interested to see what, if, like, Walter White comes back as, like, at least, like, some, probably, like, flashbacks or something. Because he's dead. So it's not yeah. Like you can fucking, if they bring him back to life, fuck you. No, I'm pretty sure it's going to be about Jesse. Yeah, which I'm, I'm okay with. I hope they don't try to, like, I don't know. I kind of hope they don't try to do, like, a spinoff show of, like, what Jesse's doing now. Because I just, I feel like that would ruin. No, because I think the, I mean, I don't know if you want me to give away what the movie's about. but I don't give a fuck. That doesn't uh, matter. Um. It's an interrogation scene with uh, what's one of his boys there that would deal under drugs for him? I know he. Is. I know who is, uh, it's the tall, skinny one. Yeah, yeah. I and can't he's, his name. they're asking where uh, Jesse is, and he's like, oh, "I'm not going to give him up, you guys." Uh, oh, thank you, Ray. They put him in a cage to make meth, and I'm not going to let you put him in a cage and take his freedom, shit like that. So I think the movie's going to be about where he is and what he's doing and running from the law or whatever. I'm okay with a movie about that. I don't yeah. want a whole nother nah, series nah, nah. about it. No. I have no interest in that at all. Just especially because it would ruin how perfect the ending of the show was. Mm-hmm. Like don't try to milk what was done right. You know what I mean? Like 
Some shows I heard that I heard for a little while there was I never watched the end of Dexter, but I've heard that it's really bad. Oh, it's Still fucking never horrendous. Watched Dexter once. I can't get past the fourth season. What's the fourth season? I for me boring. for me it's after three. After Dokes dies. Yeah. I'll put an episode of that I, show. Honestly, it's, I agree it's really that. good, the first couple seasons. The first three seasons are fantastic. Yeah. But after that, whatever. The show should have Especially the last couple. Oh my yeah. god, it's fucking horrendous. The show should have stopped after the third one. Yeah. That's one of those shows that it's like True Blood. I never watched True Blood. I have no interest in watching True Blood. That's I watched a few good. episodes and then I got rid of HBO and it wasn't bad, but yeah. it was never something where I wanted to go back and continue it. I think the only real reason to watch it is to see what's her face's titties, the girl that played Rogue in X-Men. I heard that you see her titties a bunch in that show, but I don't know how true that is. I don't know. I don't know either. I know that big, big fucking Joe, whatever his name is, isn't he from that show? The, Joe. He's married to this hot-ass Spanish lady, Sofia Vergara. I don't know. Joe fucking, he's like six foot eight. He's in uh, Magic Mike. He was in fucking, um, he was in the, the Pee Wee movie that came out like a year or two ago. Joe Esposito? No. <laughs> Jennifer Esposito's hot as fuck. She's in that fucking The Boys. She was from, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. She's she was from FBI Spin City. Agent. Still too fucking fine, bro. Some of them, it's like fucking, uh, it was a, the girl that plays. I yeah, brought it May. up. That new Pee Wee movie had some funny parts. It was parts incredible. I love that movie. That had some funny parts. It <laughs> had me fucking dying. <laughs> Joe fucking... I can't believe I can't remember his name right now. You guys would definitely know who it is if you saw him. He's in that movie. Yeah, yeah. He's huge. He's like fucking 6'8". He's married to Sofia Vergara. I just yeah. can't remember what the fuck... She's... <laughs> I'm going to talk about a fucking dumping. <laughs> Bro. Good lord. Al Bundy was smart. He fucking signed up for the right show. Right. I've never seen like a single episode of that show. It's pretty funny. Clips. I've heard that. It's pretty it's funny. It's pretty funny. It's obviously very different than Married with Children, but yeah. it's funny. I heard at least it pushes the issue. It's like Parks and Rec. Never seen a single episode of that. I've never seen... I did try to go back and watch 30 Rock for a little while, and I did like it, but I just couldn't get into it for some reason. Like, yeah. I couldn't attach myself to it. Uh, I've never liked Friends. I never thought that show was funny at Parks all. and Rec. Is that the one with the dude from The Hangover? Or am I thinking of there's another show with him on the it? The Office. No, not not him. Ed Helms. It's no, not Ed Helms. I'm talking about the fucking little Chinese guy. Fucking the gynecologist. He's on. Oh, he might be in there. He's on know. either on Parks or Rex or another show that's got Nick Offerman in it. That's Parks and Rex. That's Park. I think that's Parks and Rex. Yeah. yeah. No, that's, that's had some funny things. I think he plays a school teacher on it. Probably. Yeah. That's got the fucking the dude from. Uh, or if it's not another one of those TV. Chris shows. fucking whatever his name is from. Oh god damn it, Guardians of the Galaxy. That's where he's from too. He's from that show. Yeah. All right, so we're gonna get into music now. No, yeah, but now taking I a, take piss. a piss. Oh, what the fuck? Let's go wait for Ed. Go take a piss, Ed. I'm kidding. I Come really, on. I don't really have to. There's a difference between us. Fucking cacker. All right, well, you guys want to... I started it off, so who wants to go first? I'll go. Uh, simple and catchy to start off. Good vocals. Um, I like that the keys... Uh, I like that keys eventually came in in the background. Like, really in the background. Uh, good little instrumental section towards the end. Good song. I gave it a 2.6. Nice. And put has a goth rock vibe. Vocals sound familiar. Do you want me to guess to say who it is? Sure. or? I'm guessing it's Calabrese. You're right. All right. What is it? Calabrese. Uh, catchy, good drums, good retro sound. I give it a 2.5. Spell that out for me because I like it. C-A-L-A-B-R-E-S-E. I'm a huge fan of this band. I Never heard of them. One of those bands I've been holding back on because we just never had the right theme or the right time for me to like listen to it. I almost you know? played something similar. 
today. Honestly, you the second song that you played kind of was to me was like the same retro vibe. Yeah. But um, this album came out Friday. I've been uh, waiting. This is a the brand oh, new so album. This is brand new. Brand new album. Oh, shit. The brand new album is called Flee the Light. I believe it's their seventh album. It's three. It's a three piece band. Three brothers, actual brothers from Arizona. Oh, you didn't mean black people? No. Okay. Brothers. Well, there's a difference between brother and brothers. Gotcha. And they have an ER at the end of this. Gotcha. So, not to be confused with Eeyore, the little <laughs> character from Winnie the Pooh. Yep. Um, no, us three brothers. They're they're like greaser dudes. They they fucking they all wear like leather jackets and slick their hair back and shit. They all sing. Um, everybody. Each one has like the bass player and the, the guitarist are the main two singers. The guitarist sings most of the songs. I can't remember all their names right now. Shucks, but I, I I might reach out to them to see if I can do like a little interview with them. Mm-hmm. Um, totally self-produced, totally DIY. Um, their last album before this was called Lust for Sacrilege, which I fucking absolutely love that album. I can listen to that album anytime. It, like 100%. The first time I ever listened to that album actually was when me and you went to Cape Cod when I first bought my house. Remember like when I fucking, we had to drive all the way out there to pick up those couches or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you had like a vape pen then, but it had like that shatter stuff in it before it was like you had the oil. I remember like taking a hit of that on the way home. It's black, it's dark as fuck outside. I just take a hit of this fucking vapor shit that he's got, like oil. You just took a hit. We'll crank that shit up and like both of us down like fucking 195, like just zone into this music. And it's just super in depth because the albums before that were all kind of more, more punk, more straight up, but they've progressed over time. And then the last three, uh, Born with a Scorpion, a Scorpion Touch, Lust for Sacrilege, and this one called Flee the Light have all been like progressively better. And they've had more, they've added more and more elements to it. This one is the first that I remember them having synth in. And it's synth the right way. It's off in the background. It just adds an mm-hmm. extra little element. That's what made it kind of, like Ray said, goth rock. That's what gave yeah. it that goth rock feel. Yeah. So their other music doesn't necessarily have that goth rock feel? No, no, no. Oh, no. It all it sounds does. like that. Yeah. yeah. It, it sounds like the Misfits. It sounds yep. like... Or now. But you know what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Like that... that There's a lot of that punk. shit coming out right now. Like goth rock. Yeah. Death rock. Horror like punk that. is really what it's... Yeah. yeah. That's more or less... What I wouldn't like. even call it any kind of punk. It didn't sound punk to me at all. A lot of their stuff is... Yeah. That, 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 that song's song not... Didn't. No. That song's more rock and roll. Um, it's like greaser, punk, horror rock. Like it's, there's a lot of bands out there. Like the Coffin Cats are like that. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of shit like that out there. Um, I love that band, and they've only ever toured here once, and I missed it. And they went to Fet, and I was very upset. They played with the Coffin Cats. Have you ever heard of them, Coffin Cats? No, I heard the Coffin Shakers. Coffin Cats are a lot like this, but they have an upright bass, and they fucking it's like, like uh, it's greaser music. Like I don't even know how to explain it. It's all like the same beat. Like mm-hmm. like I don't I don't I won't do it justice right now without being able to like tap on my chest, but. They're good too. I like this band a lot more, but uh, yeah. So, anyways, this came out. What's cool about this is over the last like X amount of weeks, they self-produced a video for every single song and have released a video every week for each song. Mm-hmm. And I purposely didn't watch. I only watched like two of them because I didn't want to ruin the album because I I heard one song and I I knew I was gonna I like all their other stuff already. It all sounds similar. This the note I took on this song. This is might be. If not the best song that they've ever written, like top three song they've ever written, it's just it's so fucking good. I've listened to this. I listened to the song six times this morning. <laughs> like I just couldn't stop listening to it. Uh, it's called "Hallucinatory Void." Uh, the my notes just simply go: uh, great tune off the new album came out Friday. Sets the tone for the season. So it feels like fall outside. It's very good tone for that. Might be the best song they've ever written. Has everything I love, and the solo surfer section is great. And the background keys are great in, in this song too. 
Yeah, definitely check this album out. It's, it's this is gonna be it's immediately immediately in two days that I've listened to it. Uh, it's already in my top five, and it's probably gonna crack the top three. It's it's just so good. I know what you mean about the fall music. Without even trying, I've just spent like a fall music yep. fucking week. Yep. Just because of the weather, I guess. I don't know. It's it just instantly sets a mood, man. Yep. And the pumpkin beer is out, and it's it's yep. just it, in this weather, whatever's going on right now. Thank perfect. you, global warming, because it's <laughs> yeah. fucking beautiful. Last couple of days have been perfect, man. Actually, yep. last week, the whole week was great. Yeah. Um, anyways, yeah, so I'm glad to hear that you liked it a lot, man, because I, I do think, I say that a lot, but I think you would really enjoy this band. And it's their DIY band or underground band. And, like, Gary would love this, I think, but mm-hmm. then he, he might not like he it. He probably wouldn't. But it's funny how, like, kind of has Misfits vibes. He too. should like it, but he won't because it's not something he knows. Right. Yeah. But like he should know. They've been around for a long time too. They yeah. have like seven albums. The same thing as when I said the sixty nine eyes thing and he was like, oh, never even heard of them. Like, dude, they've been around like thirty years. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> they, you know, like legit started in like eighty eight. <laughs> like you definitely like a lot of this music. I don't yeah. see how I would like it. Like, all right, whatever, man. But yeah, that's right, motherfucker. I'm talking shit. Uh anyways, yeah, glad you guys like it. I'm not gonna give my own songs ratings. Yeah. The only time we should ever do that is if we do that like have never listened to it thing again, which I did like that. Mm. So if we bring back a theme anytime soon again, I would just say do that, which is essentially just randoms, but songs that we've never heard before. Because I'll take notes of my own shit, but like, yeah, I, I'm gonna give this a three. Like I fucking, mm-hmm. I'm obsessed with this song. Uh, so whoever wants to go with the second, uh, the second song, go ahead. All right. Good opening riff. I like that the vocals, or the clean vocals, are a little bit in the background, and when he's growling. Uh, they were a little more up front. I had a nice breakdown section. Uh, I gave it a 2.5. Wow. I'm actually very surprised. All right. I put uh, another track I know I've heard but can't pinpoint right now. Good, strong riff on this. Upbeat, relatively heavy track. Mixed with some good cleans. I'll give it a 2. All right. This is Barrier Dead. Um, I know I've heard it. This is not the Barrier Dead that is what made them famous this is uh, the self-titled album from 2008 or 2009 2008 um, this is with the technically the third singer but the second famous singer the, the one where they got like blew up and were on Ozfest and all that there's a guy named Matt Brusso who's still with the band um, he left he became a teacher or something and this dude Mike Terry he's Black Ray don't mind. Don't mind. I don't give a shit what I'm race assuming. or color he is. But uh, no, I, this is my. So, th- what's funny? This is this is a divisive album because there's the Brusso fans, and they, and that's more like straight up. What, if you've ever heard of Barry Dead, that's the Barry Dead you've heard of. Like, punch you in later, Barry Dead, right? Yeah. What's that? That the the one you say people have heard of is like is it later Barry Dead earlier. or earlier? Earlier. This is later. This is like the middle. Okay. This guy was on two albums. They had. Well, they started from Rhode Island in Massachusetts. My buddy Jay Crow, who I've wanted to bring on the show uh, since we started this, whatever, he was in this band mm-hmm. when they first were big. He's on the Wikipedia and all that shit. Um, he was in them before they got picked up, like right before they got picked up. And then as soon as they got picked up, like he knew it. He was he was around when they were like talking about getting picked up and put on Ozfest. He ba- he bailed. He didn't want to. He just wasn't into touring. I think is what he said. I don't want to butcher that on him. The original singer, his name was Joe Kruko, and Joe Kruko was in a band around here after this called uh, Playgirl. No, Playboy? No, Playgirl. Yeah, Playgirl, and then I think they were called something else, and I can't remember what the fuck. They were originally called Playgirl, and then they got turned into something else, and I can't remember. You've probably heard them. They used to play at dusk all the time, and, they were mm-hmm. gonna, and then he left that band. He's kind of notorious for, like, he'll start a band, 
as soon as they start kind of getting good, like he he bails for some reason. Yep. I don't I don't know Joe Krukota from a hole in the wall. I just know a lot of people that know him. So like I should know him, but I don't. Right. Anyways, huge fan of Barry Dead from the first demo because I knew but I knew people in the band. The next singer, Matt Brusso, is when they became big. That's the one everybody knows. That's like more like straight up hardcore, like chuggy chuggy, like hate read, like lift weights kind of shit. Yep. Uh, this album comes around one of my favorite albums I'm giving you guys backstory because I love this album so I don't give a fuck uh, love this album this is my favorite album by them a lot of the Barry Dead fans that used to chant bring back Russo at this guy because they didn't like him as much this album is more like has more feeling it's got more soul like Mark Tremonti from Creed does a fucking solo on this album like it's just it's a it's a great album and uh, I love it it's a self titled go listen to it the song's called Fever Dream you said this came out in 2008 yes Right around the time I was getting back into metal was like 2008, 2009. And uh, I heard stuff from them at this point, and I liked it. And eventually, I, obviously, my taste grew to something else. Yeah. But I don't know if this is one of the things that I heard that I liked, which is why I liked it again today. Or you'd or like, what, but. If you were to like any Barry Dead, you'd like this one out. I don't yeah. know if you'd like the next one. The next one kind of got like almost cheesy, like very Seven Dust, very like new metal like mm. it was really weird and that's the album that like they really lost everybody like fan was and uh i it's i like some songs hat, on it, by but the it's way it's not my favorite fucking <laughs> it's not my favorite song, album ever but yeah. this album is to me this album's perfect i listened to this again at the gym the other day i hadn't listened to it in a while and it was it's perfect the drums in this album that's why i really wanted to play this because there was a lot of talk about drumming mm-hmm. this week <clears throat> you know because of an album that came out last week yeah now i get this isn't you know, Pelagios or whatever and sweeping fucking drum solos. But mm-hmm. this drummer, Mark Castillo, to me, is one of the best drummers I've ever heard. I love he sounds like a machine. He's a fucking clock dude. Like this album really showcases him. Anyways, now I get mad at I also like the bass in this song too. It's got a lot of like you said, upbeat. I'm just talking it up now. Sorry guys. That that rain energy drink on my way and really kicked in. Uh Barry Dead, Fever Dream, one of my favorite songs, one of my favorite albums. Legit, like you know, in my top top ten, top, top twenty albums, like I just a big fan. Go listen to it. Uh, next, also reminds me of Fall for some. But go ahead. Uh, next song, song three. Um, kind of indistinguishable. Um, that doesn't make it bad. It's just kind of uh, stylistically generic within the genre. Um, I didn't like the vocals. Wasn't a bad song or anything. I gave it a 1.5. It's average. It was just uh, generic for the style. You could tell this was probably from a certain era. And uh, there's a million bands that sounded like this or sound like this still. So nothing really stuck out stuck out to me. <clears throat> right? All right. I got uh, heavy vocals, very technical death metal sounding. Uh, something I would have been more into like five years ago. Still good, just kind of too chuggy for me. Uh, nice little noodling on the guitar. I give it a 1.5. I 100% only played the song because of the drummer and the yeah. drums. Oh, I thought song. you were going to say because you wanted to piss off Gary. Yeah. But the second reason was because I wanted to piss off Gary. Like, I just wanted to fuck with Gary. This yeah. song, he would have absolutely hated this song. Yeah. It's a band called I Declare War. This album came out in 2011. It's a song called Human Waste. I, I'm. It's It's a blase kind of album like I, I like this again this is good gym music you throw it on mm-hmm. it makes you want to just fucking 
What's the name of the song? I'm just writing after every single one yeah. now. I'm putting the band is called I Declare War, yeah. and the song is called Human Waste. And the biggest reason why I even thought of this album, I was trying to think of like good drumming albums. There's nothing overly technical drum wise in this, but he is clearly the fucking showcase of the song from the open, like the like all the crazy fills he's doing. Yep. So if you separate, I should, probably should have said that early, but I didn't want to like, I don't know. I don't want to get into it, but like the drummer on this album, on this song is like the whole, the whole album, this dude's ridiculous. But like, there was a song I noticed the drums and I didn't take a note. I just don't know what song. It was probably this probably one. was that one. I am the Barry did song. I'm a huge fan of that dude's drumming in that album. And I'm a huge fan of that. Like he's the number one reason why I'm a fan of that band. 100%. Mm-hmm. Outside of the fact that I knew a dude from the band, they're from around here. Like I have a lot of reasons why I like Barry did, but like the drummer, Marcus Theo, 100% is why I liked it. I follow everything he does. Like he was actually on, he was in a mirror for two albums, and those albums weren't the weren't the best. But I I like that period of a mirror. I like his drumming here. He was in uh, between the Barry to me for a little while. He was in Acacia Stream for a little while. He, like you name the band, like this dude can play everything and anything. And actually, he credits between the Barry to me on why he's like a machine when he plays because those guys are so technical that like when he went to that band, he had to like he had to be perfect. He had to be like a clock. So now he just. He's fucking awesome. He's one of the best drummers going right now. Anyways, the drumming on this is just so absurdly fucking fast and kind of like up front. I just thought it was an yep. interesting song to play. I agree with you guys. It's about a 1.5 of a song for me. Kind of boring, kind of one note, heavy. You know, makes you want, like, want to fucking push some weight in the gym, makes you want to punch people in the face. It's really not two, two reasons why I play this. The drums are fucking awesome. And uh, I figured... If you notice the pattern I did, I started with like a kind of a mellow song. Yeah. To, to kind of get you sucked in. Another kind of like a heavier song of the Niss. Yeah. It's kind of like set up that way just to kind of. Like I've had these three songs. Well, the two songs written for a while. But then when I wanted, when I threw out the third song yesterday, it was because of the first song. Anyways. Appreciate the fact you guys like the first two. Those are the only two that I was really actually worried about getting an honest rating from. This one was just a. Throw away. Yeah. Honestly, kind of like let's just fucking hear it loud and mm-hmm. let's wake up a little bit. But. We'll play the one next. Ready? You can go first, Ed. Oh, me? Sorry. Uh, Ray's first track, I put cool cla- uh, cool rock and roll classic sound to it. has that signature late 70s feel Ray loves. Um, like how Steve will many times say, well, that's an Ed pick. Or I say that about Steve. Or you know what I mean? Like we all kind of, like this is a fucking Ray song. Like, mm-hmm. If you could cut it out of a cookie cookie sheet, not, not in a bad way. Yep. Uh, actually, very impressed with the vocals. Very fitting. Sweet break into some bass riffing with some drums, uh, building a bit into the end. Good song, 2.75. I like this song a lot, actually. Cool. It's a very Ray song, but it's yeah. like very good. I like the uh, creepy little open to it. I thought it was going to be something <laughs> else, and then this came on. Uh, dope, catchy riffs thunderous drums not yeah. technical or anything just real like a deep kind of Powerful. drum sound yeah <clears throat> i know this song from somewhere i can't place it i can't remember if it's some long lost 70s song or if it's something newer um good instrumental section towards the end i gave it a 2.6 this is mountain witch the dead won't sleep okay so it's newer yep uh overall this is a semi new band to me too and I was just kind of flipping through when we did the whole three randoms thing and just decided to throw yep. something in the mix. And uh, I like this overall. I like the drums on it. 
Um, just a good, catchy, stoner fucking rock song. So I dig it. It was a good song. Yeah. Like, this was, in this style of music, this was on the better half. This is on the upper echelon. Mm-hmm. echelon. It didn't sound like, even though it sounded like a lot of the stuff that you listen to, it sounded better than a lot of the stuff that you listen to. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I just... I don't take any offense to it. No, I mean, I guess I mean it in yeah. like a, like this grabbed me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where like a lot of the time I'm like, okay, it's a stoner song. Like, I, mm-hmm. I get it. You know, like this song felt... The production was cool in a song. And the vocals, I, I just, I don't know what I was expecting, but I was, I remember being like impressed with them. So, yeah. Cool, cool. Cool song. Track two. Yep. Uh, starting off with a vocal clip uh, about starting a journey. Something about the whatever the guy said. Slow, trippy opening to the tune. Vocals are solid. Song stays uh, slower, constant pace, but digging the vocals more and more. Dude has a great soulful range. When this guy started, like, kind of, like, peaking, he was really hitting some cool, like, raspy notes that I was really impressed with. I'm a big, like, soul singer yep. uh, fan. Nice solo, slow and meaningful. 2.5, good track, good tune. Yeah, not a lot going on musically with this, but it uh, still sounds huge. Uh, great vocals. This is something I would blast outside in the fall weather with some Glenn Levet and a cigar. Nice little solo section towards the end. I noticed a little uh, soulful singing also. Uh, I gave I'll it back th- you on the, the fall. This yeah. sounded like we all had a fall track. Yeah, today. we did. Yeah. And uh, I gave this a 2.8. Cool. This is the Lunar Effect, the Calm Before the Calm, which is the title track on this album. Another newer band to me, just kind of throwing some new stuff out there. Have you checked out any more from from them? I've listened to this whole album. It's pretty good. Uh, This is probably one of my better tracks on the album. Is it a lot like this, like slower stuff? Uh, Some of it is more rock and roll, and then this is kind of like their slower song on the album. What is it? The Lunar what? The Lunar Effect. I'll have to check that out. See, this would have been one of those good days for a a .5. Like, I think musically this would have been a great, like... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Hey, play uh We'll have to figure out when we want to start doing that and if we're going to do the separate show thing. I think we, we should try that next week. Try that next week. All right, I'll set up a little format for it because we'll, we'll do it the same way we're doing. We'll just have to intro it differently. Yeah, we'll do, uh, depending on what's up with Gary, we'll do two or three randoms either way. Yeah. We might even want to do three ourselves and then have him do two songs with you. That's all he wants to do or whatever because I know he doesn't listen to a lot of new music. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this would have been a good, honestly, if I know I'm going to be picking that, like I see this, the only thing that's stopping me from saying we should just throw one of those up anyways, because of that third song that I played. But even then, like, it's still good to throw that out there because who knows who would, Mm -hmm. wouldn't like a fucking heavy song once in a while. Yeah. Like we've never heard that. But anyways, uh, next song I put a slow stompy build, uh, when it kicks in, not exactly what I was expecting. Fuzzy guitar tone. Vocals are higher pitched than trippy. Uh, Ray's theme this week was he ate some of his own edibles. <laughs> Digging the heavy evil break. Uh, bass is thick with two C's. Uh, 2.34. All right. Uh, great melody. Wasn't expecting, I think, female vocals. Uh, almost ethereal and barely there. Just way in the background. Ethereal is a great word, isn't it? Oh, wow. <laughs> Look at a big brain on stage. <laughs> Uh, I, I like the uh, kind of Celtic Frost heavy breakdown towards the end. Yep. Love the subtle keys and then into a good solo section at the end. I gave this a three. Cool. 
All right, this is Blackwater Holy Light. It's an all Czech fronted band. I believe there's five of them. This is a new single called Motorcycle. They have a self-titled from 2018. Uh, I like them a lot because they kind of remind me of Ghost at times with all the keys and everything going on. Uh, yeah, so that's why I like them. How's the rest of the album? Uh, well, this is a single for the oh, new single okay. uh, for the new album coming out. I guess the 2018. It's kind of all over the place. It's really psychedelic, and some of the songs just have like a really mean 70s, like kind of like dark vibe to it. So nice. I was digging it. And then there's me. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Ray, you can start off with Steve's. All right, let's go with Steve's. Uh, interesting opening. Uh, straight to it. I like the off-timing sound on the guitar. Makes it uh, sound like a good cr- King Crimson, like early style uh, playing, mixed with some black metal in there. Wasn't sure about the vocals, uh, but once the tempo picked up, it fit well for me. I'm going to give it a 2.75. Cool. Put evil in your face right away. Dig the music, almost a southern type riffing, kind of like in the middle there. What felt like the the hook. Um, vocals fit well. Like the break right before the blast beats. <clears throat> Dig the whole section too, like that whole, like it had like a break, cool little section, and all of a sudden like almost like a blast beat started happening. I like that whole fucking second part of the song. Um, cool song, shorter, way shorter than I expected. Two point five. Cool. This is um, Gloria Belli. Uh, the album is The Great Southern Darkness. They Call Me Black Devil is the name of the song, and this is basically black metal through a southern lens, even though the guy's from France. I always thought it was uh, Gloria Belial, or I don't no, know how it's It's B-E-L-L-I. Oh, I just right. say Belly. I don't yeah. know. I could be wrong. No, yeah. you're probably right. But, if, um, if it's French, it's... Yeah. yeah. Um, he He's even said that, obviously, there's a Pantera fucking, you know influence there the great southern darkness and he said he wanted to put black metal through the lens of down basically was the whole idea and there's, there's a little bit of that you can and hear it you can hear it in the first half and then it goes kind of like straight black in the second half yeah um that, that it had that southern twang like yeah i, I caught that right away it yeah had that those bends in the the riffing yeah there's a lot of that on this particular album and then he kind of abandoned the whole thing probably because he got some shit from the black metal community but you know how that goes. <sighs> Those so fucking guys. So fucking frustrating. Right. Oh, somebody put out something interesting for once. Yeah, let's uh, let's, let's shut them for it for not being yeah. orthodox black metal. Ah, fucking <laughs> Keep painting your fucking face, more. <laughs> All right, uh, track two. Go burn another church. Anyway, uh, track two. I put very retro, classic, good bass, uh, crazy vocals. This also has a ripping guitar part that boosted it up a notch for me. Uh, production reminds me a little bit of Sarah Thungle. I give it a 2.5. Cool. Interesting build. Toe tapper for sure. Like me and Steve's toes, like we were <laughs> tapping our feet the exact same beat the exact same time. Vocals are very cool. Wasn't sure at first, but digging it reminds me of something that would have been uh, on Return of the Living Dead or like a 80s horror movie. Yep. This is the song that reminded me the most of like the first song I played. Yep. You know what I mean? Like this fit with that. And mm-hmm. I, think, I think whatever song he had. There was a, I think it was a fir- the first, his first song, this song and my first song, I felt like could have been on a soundtrack together. Like yeah. they all felt like they were in that, that fall vibe to me. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, very October feel for some reason. Uh, cool solo to 2.8. I like this a lot, actually. 
So this is Black Death, which is that picture I put in the I had a thing feeling it was, night. and I was just going to wait to find out. I put a picture in our little chat because it's all black guys, and I wanted Gary to say something funny about what Ray would think of this album, but Gary just LOL'd. He must have been working or something. Really quick, Ray does like a band that's pretty much predominantly black guys. They're called God Forbid. There you go. They're great, and uh, there's actually another band. We were talking about the Death documentary earlier. There is a band yes. from the 70s called Death, Death yep. which is a bunch of black guys doing some good 70s music. Yep, so. yep. I saw that. Uh, there's a documentary on them. Too. Yeah, I saw I, I was watching that. Uh, I watched that a couple of years ago, but then I saw the album at Doomberry a couple times, and I yep. never picked it up, but I did listen listen to it online, and it was pretty good. Yeah, I liked it. But yeah, this is con- these guys are considered the first all-black heavy metal band. Hmm. called Black Death. The name of the song is Night of the Living Dead. <laughs> so you, you kind of brought that up a little yeah. bit. Um, I, I actually went to Armageddon yesterday and I picked this up on vinyl, which is why it made it onto the show today. I've been meaning to pick it up from Hell's Headbangers online for a while, but I always put it off. So I saw it in person. I said, fuck it. I might as well grab it. And nice. uh, good album. It also comes with a seven inch. So uh, good shit. And it, it all, like the vocals almost, it almost sounds like a demo. Like the production's kind of rough, but it fits. I liked it a lot. I thought I—I I don't know. Maybe the rest of the song something. Do they all have that same like? Oh yeah, they all sound feel like a like, vibe to it. Yeah, they all sound like this. It's good shit. I love shit like that. That's well, as you, I don't know. Like when I venture out from like the main, the more main. I don't know. See, what's funny is like I don't listen to mainstream music really, but like compared to you guys, yeah. I guess if you had like if you polled a hundred people that doesn't that don't listen to music we listen to they would be like oh Ed listens to the most mainstream yeah music. you don't listen to mainstream music but you listen to metal more on the mainstream end than we do I listen to I like good production right and that's when I, and that's not a slight knock whatever that's yeah I just I am a big fan of good production but I also think production be can be too good yeah um back to two of the songs I played today Calabrese is a they're fully fucking funded by themselves i don't know who does their production but like all their videos that they recorded for this album like they're all just like a, it's just like a camera and it's like them as three brothers like playing in their instruments with like fucking halloween masks well their musical like, production was just right it wasn't overly polished and, okay. and it wasn't great but it was just right for what the it music was is. it was dirty enough yeah to still be real clearly they're all playing their instruments they're mm-hmm. not fucking adding too much to it like I like that. I yeah. like that a lot. You know Me what I mean? Like I but I also can respect I think I you know, I was thinking about this the other day. Not to cut off because we still have one song left, but this is a good topic to talk about. Like for instance, the Barry Dead song I played. I love that album. I love the production. And actually I I did some research on that and because I, I never really paid attention, but the guy who produced that produces a bunch of heavy, heavy metal band. Um I'll tell you right now. I'm gonna try to find it. I, I screenshotted it because I was so interested that the guy the same like if you look up this dude, his name is Jason Sukoff. And he pr- has produced everything from Death Angels, uh Evil Divide in two thousand sixteen to the newest DSI album to like over the last twenty years has produced bands that like both of you guys love. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was interesting that he produced my favorite Barrier Dead album because it's like it's the only album that sounds like that. Yeah. That is the production that it has. And it's one of my favorite albums of all time. But to go further with that is, I'm, again, back on the drummer. I love the way that guy plays. And he, he's got, like, a machine-esque, like, way of playing to him. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I attribute that to, A, I was a percussionist when I was a kid. Me and Mike Jakes kind of talked about that when he was on the show. 
I can still play the drums. I can still chest tap, and I, I, I like I'm a percussion guy. Like if you give me bongos, like I go fucking crazy with them. <laughs> I love beats and like that's like I like hip hop that has good beats. I don't like hip hop that doesn't have. If it doesn't yeah. have a good beat to me, I just I can't listen to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but like production wise on drums to me, you can have drums that are like way overly produced oh, yeah. and perfect. Like and I think I think I'm that way because I loved like Fear Factory so much or like Raymond Herrera was one of the first drummers I ever heard that was he sounded like a fucking machine yeah. it sounded like a machine playing drums and it didn't sound real to me but he sounds like that live too so it's not just great production right yeah well he's he, the sound that his drums make are called triggers they're yeah. uh, which like a lot of bands a lot of like Nick Barker who's played on every fucking metal album ever or Gene Hoagland uses triggers a lot of bands like that a lot of guys like that do that kind of stuff but I like a fucking drummer that can like keep that beat per- every time you see them live or every time you like that's the fucking driving force behind whatever's going on mm-hmm. I, I am, will always be a sucker to that and the reason why I'm talking about that is if you listen to a lot of the stuff I have there is a beat there's a fucking thing to it there's something about it and that's why when you say like oh Ed that's an Ed song that's what it is. It's the it's the it's either the production or the drums or both the production yeah. of the drums, and that's what catches me for some reason. Now, granted, that Calibri song not overly big on the drums necessarily. That's nothing real crazy. Yeah. But so if I'm gonna listen to something that's not like rhythm section heavy, it's got to have a certain feel to it. And I really like Beast Milk or Great Pleasures or Gold I'm the Star. same. Like with stuff like that. It doesn't matter, but with with death metal specifically, I like a certain kind of drum. Yeah, and it's not necessarily the drum you like. I can't really describe it. I'd have to play it. But, but there's I have the same. Thing. But there's something in your head that that's what catches you. Yeah. You know, when, as soon as you hear it, there's a sonic sound mm-hmm. that just it registers to you, and that kind of goes to like where we all have a different depiction of what like an uplifting beat might be, mm-hmm. or a, you know what I mean? Like, like I feel something in certain songs sometimes that hit me. And I'm like, oh, this is this is one of my favorite songs because blah 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 reason, and that's why I'm so drawn to some things. And it's funny how like what we all production wise, what we all like, you know what I mean? Like, there's a certain production. As soon as I hear a song, even when you're not playing, if I'm just driving around and I'm listening to new stuff, mm. I'm like, oh, Steve would like that because like the production immediately, like I can, I have an ear for it now. Yeah. Same thing with him. Like I can pull out a fucking band a million times that that he would like. So it is kind of funny to me, like when. Say I play a song, I'm not expecting you guys to like, and you guys are like, oh, that was actually pretty good. Like, yeah. the Calabrese, I knew you guys would like. I've just been holding off on that. <laughs> yeah. Um, But, like, I don't even know where I was going with that. But I just kind of want to talk about the fact that there's a certain, we all have a certain sonic, we, which we discussed, but these are the kind of things we should kind of, we, we do, I need to figure it out. I think I was, we talk about stuff on the podcast all the time, so I remember them, but I do want to set up a section to record in my basement like video record I think I'm gonna pick up a DSLR camera yep and just set up like a fucking like a drop mm-hmm. for us and we can just do like album reviews yeah I I, I wanna get a DSL, DSLR too so whoever whoever gets one we should definitely fucking do that well, we can do more than one I mean it's, yeah, yeah, you yeah, can yeah. do multicam you know it's not a bad thing to do that but hey, I mean titties. like ooh hell yeah uh, this is that band I was just playing the nice. last band I just figured I'd throw on a music video because I was checking it out last night. Tell you what, no, it's not a lost art, a good music video. No, yeah, we should. There's t- not many. No, there's not many that are like that grab you anymore. But like, actually, I want to talk about that. One, that's a good subject for when we're done. Let's do the last review on yours and then try to remember to go back to the music video because I've been meaning to talk about that. And so I keep forgetting. the last one, I pretty much 
pretty confident I know who it is. I think this is Dax Riggs. Yep, from Acid Bath. Uh, always it has a haunting sound. Old bluesy, oh, slow, depressing guitar. Got to go back through the catalog because it's always good. I give it a three. Yeah. Now that you just said that, I I heard a lot of his stuff back in the day, and I forgot all about that guy. Yeah. That's, that's weird. Yeah, you don't pitch at the guy from Acid Bath being able to sing like that. Oh, but it's it's just funny, like, I haven't even thought about that name yeah. in, like, 20 years. As soon as I heard the voice, I knew who it was. Yeah. That's weird. Slower open, mellow, good pace to this one. Another solid track. Vocally, uh, guy has a good range, good tune to close out Steve's picks, 2.3. It was just one of those songs, like, it was a it was so mellow. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was a, it was a really good, it was a great song, but it was just mellow. So I added that cool. last minute because one of Ray's picks was kind of similar in, like, the slow vibe sense, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to play this today. Yeah, you two both kind of, like, you almost mirrored each other in a weird way, but not. Like, you definitely had your own. Like, you had a set of C picks, you mm. had a set of Ray picks, but they were like. They I've fit. been kind of whining on the fucking. whining down a little bit on the heavy, heavy lately. I almost legitimately, even though. Because it was fun, I, I should have saved that real heavy drum song. Like, because I had other stuff in my head that I've been listening to that would have fit this day a little bit better. But I still don't. I'm not. I'll wait till Gary comes back to put a couple heavy tracks down, you know? Yeah. <laughs> It but, was uh, all. Good. It was good music this week. I think the lowest pick was a one point five. Yeah, and even then, admittedly, I am right at one point five. If I was to read my own shit, like, yeah, I agree with you guys. That song is one note. There's really nothing crazy about it. It's, I just, I simply, there's two reasons why why I played it. I thought I had it picked out because I thought Gary was going to be here, and I wasn't going to stray from my pick. And the other reason why is because drum that's why I came up with that Barry Dead song the other because I, I want that's one of my favorite drum albums, mm. even though it's not like. You know, Dan Carey. Like, it's fucking... It's still... I still love... The, like, that was my discussion. I was going to talk about drummers this week. Yeah. I was going to kind of go down that path with you guys a little bit more because what I might consider a phenomenal drummer, it's different to some other people. And yeah. I get the people that love certain things. Mm-hmm. I, I like those people also. But I also get, like... That's where I was going to... I had a preloaded discussion in my head about, like... My love for a certain drumming, and I just you didn't really get to. That's that usually what grabs me first is drumming. I've noticed that, but I think it's uh, the fact that you were in hip hop. I feel like it possibly it makes sense. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's there's a reason why you like percussion. I'm, yeah. I'm honestly surprised you never really try. Have you ever tried to make beats? I can like I get music in my head, but as far as like the programming shit, like, like yeah, how hip hop does. Like I've never had someone show me how to do it. Yeah. Like I have, I have a fucking like basically an NPC, you know, the fucking with the square fucking mm-hmm. things and doing. I've all always that. wanted to get one, and then the little keyboard. I have all that shit to, that I can do. I just, I haven't been able to teach myself or really been interested enough, I guess, to like sit down and actually learn how to do it myself. I've always wanted to do it, like not so much the EDM thing, but like there's even a lot of the EDM stuff that I like because of the, I like, I like a fucking beat and something about yeah. just a great sounding, heavy thick beat to me. The dude that I keep talking about from Barrier Dead, Marcus Steele, that he's a DJ. Like <laughs> that's what he does now. I mean, he still plays with that band, but like they're so. That's a weird band. I could be on and on about what's going on with them, but he is. He's now. That's what he does. He plays all over Connecticut, and I don't know what he does for like a job job. And I think that's honestly all he does. But he just makes crazy fucking crazy beats because the dude is like internally like he's a fucking clock. Like <laughs> his drumming is ridiculous. If you watch live video of him. He's a showman too. Like, there's parts of all the songs because he's big on. He plays a lot of breakdowns and stuff. Mm-hmm. Where like, it's funny. There's a live footage of him with with a mirror, 
where not only is he wearing it's an outdoor festival, but he's wearing cowboy boots and jeans, playing fucking like like beats like so crazy. But he's every like there's a specific like snare hit that he's doing, and every one of those beats he's like doing something with his feet, and when he goes to hit, he pops the stick up. And then has somebody behind him to give him another one. Yeah. Like, I don't know how to explain it, but, like, it's almost like he's juggling. Mm-hmm. But he'll, like, he'll hit and let the fucking, the the movement from the fucking hit bounce the stick up. And then he'll grab another one from his back, almost like a ninja. Like, yeah. it's the fucking weirdest shit to watch, man. Like, he's pulling an arrow from his Yeah, literally. And he's like, pop, flip up, pop, flip yeah. up. And he's like, there's a dude behind him catching it, like, giving it back to him. Like, it's, yeah. it's so fucking, it's so wild to watch, but... Yeah, that's what usually draws me to shit. Uh, drums and mood. If I was to make music, it would be some kind of probably hip-hop beat or some kind of dark ambient music just for the mood. It's just funny because we're, we're identical on that. It's just where we go. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, You know what I mean? It's yeah. We're very much the same on that. I'm a big atmosphere guy. We yeah. talk about that a lot. Yeah. And I'm a huge, like, structure beat guy, like drums. Like, we both always pick out drums and bands mm-hmm. out of all of our picks. So it's kind of funny how it's just it just it's goes different straight. realms, yeah. Yeah, but it's a good thing. It's, yeah. It makes for a good discussion. Um, but yeah, so what I was going to talk about with music videos was I was actually watching. I went down a weird little rabbit hole the other day watching some music videos from a band that like they're not that great. I like a couple albums from them. They're a modern band, but like what got me to like them was a specific music video, and I still think that the music video like is awesome i still love it i i never really watch them anymore like if one like if i go to play something on youtube and it pops up and there's a video i'll i'll play it if there's instead of just like most music videos now are just them playing in a, in a yeah warehouse. and i'll see a good one once in a while but i don't i don't look for them but when they are really good it definitely adds to the to the song it's and what's funny is like it's what the difference is of what a good video is, and there's not very many out of them. So the band I'm talking about was a band called Asking Alexander. You guys have probably heard about them. Mm-hmm. They were kind of like, they were big for a little while. They were big in that, like, their their keyboard band, like, not keyboard band, uh, laptop band. You know, so, like, I don't, I don't, I've never seen them live, but I've, from what I've heard, essentially when you see them live, you're essentially watching them play to a fucking laptop. And they have, like, I like them because at the gym, the first two albums are, like, Super, super heavy, and then all of a sudden it'll kick into these weird, like, EDM breaks. Mm. And, like, the whole album is, the, the whole drum, the whole song is based on the same beat. So it's wild to me that, like, you can make music like that, you know? Mm-hmm. And at the time, in 2009, or 2011, rather, like, that wasn't really a thing. It was, like, a brand new thing to me. So it was like, ooh, a shiny new toy. But then right. it gets old after a while because you're like, well, now you all sound exactly the fucking same. Right. There's 57 bands out here doing the exact same thing. There's no difference. And when you play the shit live, you can't really play it because you're not really playing it. Right. Like, you're fucking polishing the music. And they also are synonymous because Ultimate Warrior did a two-episode trial video at uh, Brandon Chappetti from Bleeding Through that I talk about all the time. At his gym, and the first band was asking Alexandria, mm-hmm. and they were like drinking wine. He's like, "It is fucking disrespectful to me!" <laughs> like when he fucking is yelling at the, yeah. that's the band. Yeah. Anyways, they the first song I found from them was a song called "The Prophecy," and it's I like the song. I still like it, but the video is cool because it's like rain and it's at nighttime, and it's them essentially just playing in the rain. But then there's like a middle part that's really like 
really emotional and like this girl ends up in the water almost like she's like killing herself in the yep. water and like this dude like jumps in to get like it's it's really well done it goes with the music but then the second album they were on uh there's a, a movie called American Satan that I mean I think Gary watched a couple months ago and it's got Andy Black from fucking Black Book Rise and whatever the, the Sumerian Records is who they were signed to and they did a three video movie like a mini movie with three of the songs from the second album and they're, they're legit like movies like and I never when they first came out in 2000 whatever 12 they like one would drop and then it would be months like they hyped it up like they were going to drop all three of them at a certain time they came out way different time so I never ended up even seeing all of them never realized that they finally actually put the three of them together it's like a half hour worth of fucking music videos but it's legit like a movie like and they have like a couple porn stars in the song and it's all them like it's essentially like them reliving like the Motley Crue story mm-hmm. but in video form and I thought that was kind of cool but there's just band a lot of videos now really aren't anything fucking special the kings of the video still are probably uh, Red Fang like those guys have some of the best music videos of all time you fuck with them? nah not really I've heard some stuff but they kind of yeah. died on me yeah, in the, the later stuff. albums the but their early stuff was really catchy when it first came out yeah prehistoric dog yeah. fucking wires yeah when shit. they first came out that was kind of like the in style at that point, Red Fang and yeah. Mastodon, Mastodon and yeah. fucking whoever else. Between the bird and me. It was a little different than that, no? Fucking, they're That's more technical. They're all yeah. kind of lumped in the same. They used to tour a lot together. Really? Because I, 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 I got into them for a little while and they seemed completely different to me than Baroness, Red Fang. Baroness, I lump in with all those bands because they blew up at the same time. Baroness with Red Between Fang. Between the yeah. and me came out way before all those bands. Yeah, yeah. But then turn into like what they all sound like to me, from what I know of them. I don't. I don't. I could be wrong though. To me, they just sounded like technical progressive metal. Even between the Barry to me, like I like a lot of their earlier stuff. The later couple albums that they put out, I'm like, what are you doing? I was like, "Uh, you went a little fucking man of James Keenan now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, Red Fang, the, the, the last two albums, I think, I'm, I've been not impressed with. It's, too, it's like, too much now. Like, I get it. Guys. Why? They get real progressive, too? Because I just remember them as just straight-up stoner. Yeah, they're not anymore. No. Like, they're, now it's, like, the same. They'll play, like, one song, and it's the same beat, like, like, for 20 minutes. Yeah, and then it'll be, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's the same thing over and over again. Let's listen to Kiss Gary. That's pretty much what they're doing. But there's like weird like drum fills and it's just like like I'm here's where I get lost with bands because I like beats. If you start getting a little too chaotic for me, like because there's no point to it behind me because you're just trying to prove how mathematic you are. Yeah. I just I I, I like shit to be catchy. Yeah. I like a hook, man. I, yeah. You know, it was probably back to like the hip hop thing. Like I just like a, I like a good hook. I yep. like a good song. Uh, actually, that death documentary circle this where they were talking about that how that dude Chuck was really good at writing hooks for death metal and like back then people weren't doing that really yet yeah like I was as aggressive as they were considered he would write a really good hook on a guitar riff and a lot of people weren't doing that uh, yeah a lot of people still don't a lot of people still don't have any good riffs that kind of act like a hook either mm-hmm. Fuck! What were me and you doing last week? I, I turned him on to eight bit songs. You ever get? You ever, I've heard some. I've never. Oh got man, into them, but it's pretty it. ridiculous. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, some the of shit the you shit can that find. We could hear. It was like, wow, yeah, what's going on? The best part, you were like, find me, find me, and it was like the fucking. Of course, like as soon as you popped it up, <laughs> it was fucking hilarious. Uh, 
But yeah, with music videos, like the Caleb recent, like I give them a lot of credit for fucking putting out like essentially twelve mini little movies, and they're they're all pretty much the same thing. But like, they're fun. It's a fun thing for them. To be yeah, and they're, they're cheap enough to make now. Where you should be making one if you're putting out music. Yeah, I mean, it's tell a fucking tell a story with it. I mean, it's, yeah, the the day of music video isn't dead. MTV just let it go. Like, yeah. it's not that they're not like people still want a visual thing. Man. Yeah. I still like a good, well-done live video. I still like a good, well-done music video in general. Like, I don't know. But what I consider good music video, not everybody might. I like a cool story behind it. I like, I like, I definitely like it when it's not exactly. I like it a lot of times if it's, if it's not band related at all. So you don't even see the band. I like just some weird art indie type of fucking yeah. crazy shit going on where yeah, it kind of just tells a story. Like that itself. Black Widow one you yeah, just had on. Just yeah. yeah. Gojira is good for that. Gojira yep. fucking has some cool videos. They're weird. Like, yeah, the less I see your band fake playing your instruments with no chords or anything, yeah. the better. Those are the best. The ones where like either say it's hardcore and they're in a warehouse. Yeah, and they're all just playing their instruments. And they and have no chords tough. or anything. No Watching Deftones on an iceberg. Fucking, <laughs> fucking, fucking out in the middle of oh, nowhere. The, the best is like black metal in the middle of the woods. Yeah, like, with fucking corpse paint on. Like you're in the middle of the woods. Yeah. Where's your electricity coming from? You're clearly not you actually. You don't want to just see some people shake their hands at the sky. And what's the, what's run the, around the, the most? What's the fucking number one that everybody knows? It's immortal. immortal. Yeah. Immortal. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Uh, they do the weird thing like. It's so funny because their music is so serious and technical, yeah. and then they go make a fucking video. <laughs> you ever watch that one with a dude? Fucking, I can't think of his name right now. Who's what's the, the one where he falls guy. down the hill? Or yeah, something? yeah, yeah. That's so great, but he catches himself and he just walks away. It's so good. <laughs> That's fucking great. Me and him were drunk as fucking skunks in here one night, just like playing each other videos back and forth. And all of a sudden, they're like, oh, yo, you got to watch this one. And it's like a dude that legit just full blown falls down a fucking hill. And like, you can tell it wasn't meant to happen. And then he like pick, gets up and like all serious. Like, That's like three to... barrel rolls and just walks it off. Yeah. It's yeah. So, so but you it's know good. they must not take themselves serious because they would have just cut it out <laughs> yeah. at oh, the same God. time. It's so good, though. It's so fucking good. Yeah. I love all that shit. I love how like ridiculous that stuff is. I mean, the moves got some fucking phenomenal videos. Those, yeah. This shit is wild, man. Like, the fucking, all the shit where they're like, the serpentine offering where they're like riding in on horses and shit. Yeah. Uh, Behemoth has some great ones. Yep. They're another good one that has that stuff. Fuck, man. Even, even believe it or not, Slipknot, whether you like all their music or not, they got some cool videos. They have one video where they, they bought a fucking, they bought a vacant house in Iowa, like where they're from, and they just, they put out a, a Social media posts like Skeleton hey, Witch had a few good videos too. Skeleton Witch is a good band. They like the the Slipknot video that they legit they tore apart a house. Like mm-hmm. they just they played a video in a house and they just had all these fans show up and they just tore apart this vacant house. And it was actually kind of it was dope to watch it because it's just a cool fucking. Even actually, you know, like I'm, I've never been a big fan of their whole gimmick with like the masks and all that shit. But they had one video. I think it's before I forget one of the real big songs where they they all like. This is before people saw what they looked like without their masks on. Like, they all had their masks off, and, like, they fucking would show them playing the music, but, like, not, like, their faces. I actually thought that was kind of an interesting video. Just kind of gave it, like, a little bit of an alert, you know? And then there's... Huh? Slipknot. Yeah. They're actually... I'll give them credit. They have a couple cool videos, you know? Fucking... I don't know. Corn was famous with a fucking that got the life video with like the bullets, like the cartoon, mm. and you know that was actually Ghost cool. had a few good videos. Ghost has great videos. Yeah. Ghost is I showed my mom Ghost yesterday. She goes, "This is great." I'm like, 
I know. <laughs> it's fucking fantastic. Actually, shit, she even like that Calabrese thing. I was listening to that with, with It's her. basically Ghost is like modern, modernized fucking blue oyster cult with a little bit more Satan in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Actually, somebody I was listening to something to wrestle with the other day. I haven't listened to that in a while. And um, they're talking about SummerSlam 89. I'm still on? Yeah. Richard went back to WWE. I didn't think it was still on. No, no, it's still on. Yep. Oh, he, he makes so much money off that shit, man. Oh, uh, I know. Fucking, he, uh, they're, they're doing 1989 SummerSlam and they were talking about Ultimate Warrior and like he, he's not a fan of the person, Ultimate Warrior, because he's got a lot of heat, but I never even realized that this, you'll actually be interested in this, Ray. It's not a wrestling talk, but it's a wrestling theme talk. That's it. Let me walk away. The Ultimate Warrior. We all know the theme, right? Mm-hmm. Listen to Blue Oyster Cult's Highway Star. Oh, yeah. That's Deep Purple. Ahead. Deep, sorry. Deep Purple. Sorry. Stolen Riff. If you look it up. Uh, sounds almost identical. Who stole what, though? They said that somebody pointed out uh, that it, that the Ultimate Warriors theme was based off of Highway Star. Gotcha. But if you listen to it, it sounds very, very similar. Jamie Joss's podcast, he has a segment called Yours Is, Ours Is. And people find two songs, like a song that was put out that a year ago, two years ago, replicate. And somebody, somebody that stole the riff, and he yeah. he judges whether they're the same or not. And I have a bunch of those that I'm like, oh, you clearly ripped off, blah blah blah. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of shit that sounds similar anyway, but you can tell the ones that are ripped off and the ones that are just their their brains working on the same wavelength. Like, yeah. I know I'm gonna get heat for this, but when Puff Daddy used fucking Led Zeppelin's fucking Cash, not the man, same thing at all. That's I know it's not the same thing, but I'm it's not just what saying. I'm talking about though. Using a beat in a hip hop song is not what we're talking about. I'm talking about like somebody, a band writing a song, making it. Oh yeah, and having similar stole, riffs. No, they stole the riff fuck yeah. having a similar riff it's not the same thing at all like Zeppelin. that's an entirely enti- yeah like Led Zeppelin entirely Led Zeppelin's whole catalog is built on a theory like Stairway to Heaven is yeah. a spirit song basically yeah. yeah no don't even get like stealing or using riffs to make beats is, that's an entirely different yeah that's just sampling that's yeah. entirely well, even though sampling some ways is done right I'm yeah, gonna yeah. bring that up while yeah. we're here and then some of it, I just feel like you just ruined the old song. Right. <laughs> I get it. That's coming from the, the theme. Yeah. Nobody's going Now, ready? All to admit. It's similar. It's not the same. No, but it's. What they were trying to say is. Let me play this on a different organ so it sounds a little bit off. Uh, let me see if I can find it. Shit, uh, doesn't work. That's not gonna be it. Uh, let me start. Let me see if I can find it. But what I'm what I'm getting at though is is like you can tell when something was based on something. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. Some people flat out just steal riffs though. Yeah, like yeah. it's so fucking obvious. It's not even funny. Oh. And some yeah. riffs are so generic that like you know a million fucking bands have that riff. Yeah. That's that's a that's, that's a an camera. ad, guys. That's an ad, guys. Sorry, YouTube the fucking. I should have had this ready a week ago. Huh? When it kicks in, it's the same. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Not this part. This part. It's basically done without it's very similar. certain parts. Yeah, it's similar. It's not, yeah. it's not, not the same, same, but it's similar. Yeah. 
But there are. But I some... bet we could find eighteen other songs oh, that yeah. had a similar fucking thing. Oh, I can show you songs that are identical. That yeah. are fucking full blown blatant riffs. I mean ripoffs rather. Yeah. Actually, that's the one. One of the only. That's one segment that I I really do enjoy when Josta does those because it's. Sometimes you, you're like I don't know. I mean, you're reaching a little bit, like yeah. But he's it's not him. It's fans sending the two songs and he listens to them. There are definitely songs that are, that are. You can tell people fucking swiped it. You yeah, know? yeah. You can, like I said, you can tell the difference between theft and just being a little similar. Or there, there's nothing wrong with like there's nothing wrong with being inspired by either. Cause right, that, right. That happens. All, I mean, there's only so many fucking chords. Yep. You exactly. Know? Granted, your you know the way you play them are different. Like my hand aren't isn't the same as yours, so the yeah. way your hands might play a note is not going to be the same way I Plus, play. Plus, you can have the same riff without ever hearing that other song. I mean, like you said, there's only so many chords. It, it does happen, yeah. especially with certain kinds of music. Like not for nothing, like how many black metal songs just sound like a black metal song? Right. You know, there's not that much of a variation difference. Well, and part of part of that with black metal is it being so strict about what black metal is. So yeah. if you stray from that. Oh, you're not yeah. black metal anymore, like that fucking song I played today. Yeah, which is funny to me. Well, that guy, the death metal thing, the band Death is apparently considered death metal. I never knew that until I yeah. watched that po- that fucking documentary. I always thought they were just a thrash band. Yeah. I never would have considered that death metal. Even with the vocals being a heavier version of it, like it just sounds like thrash to me. Well, like I said, a lot of the early death metal just sounds like thrash with a little bit more aggression and, and speed. Yeah. And that's that's what the early death stuff sounded like. Then they got sounded more like technical death metal. To me, death metal like Cannibal Corpse, it's classic death metal. To me. Yep. Deicide, Morbid Angel, like shit like that. Well, then, even the first Morbid Angel album sounds like a thrash album. Yeah, yeah. A lot of this. Stuff. They didn't sound like a death metal album till like I don't know, maybe Gateways to Annihilation or something. You're gonna have another cookie. I just don't think. Here's where I where I get confused with the the weed thing. You you rip on that choo choo train thing, but you'll also eat the cookie. Doesn't it kind of defeat the purpose of each other? And I'm not. This isn't me busting your balls. Do they mix well? They mix very well. <laughs> but like, don't you want to feel one or the other? Like, no, it, is it different like to you? No, they're different. Very different to me. To me, when you add a both, you're getting a little bit of both worlds. So they are different to you. Well, like separately. Not entirely. <laughs> yeah. Not entirely. <laughs> he's, he's never not stoned. He doesn't know the fucking difference. <laughs> fucking asshole. Uh, just a head up. We're at just about two hours. Yeah, what else we got? Up soon. Uh, got a little lull in the action here. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm guys. Watch some soccer. Uh, I gotta go home and drink some beer. Maybe some pumpkin head that Kristen got me for. Are you up, Chief? Oh, that was really this morning. I don't think if there's anything else. I wanted to go a little bit more in depth with the, the video thing, but whatever. I actually, see, that's a conversation that I would like to hear Gary's perspective on because he, what he does like with music, I'm sure. You That'd know. be something to go, uh, to plan out because, off the top of my head. I can't think of many current music videos where I'm like, oh, that was a great video, just because I don't watch them. Oh, I yeah, could current videos. I couldn't tell you fucking squat about. I could tell you twenty right now. Like I just, but I, I just don't watch them. But if we, if we planned it out, I'm sure we could all find a couple. I think it's, I'm, I'm still attached to them because when I was in the car business, there was a lot of downtime, mm. and I would sit there looking for music, especially once we got into the podcast last mm-hmm. year. 
I would just go on YouTube wormholes and just watch video after video after video and just fucking find new shit that I thought was interesting. Yeah. Now it's a little bit, a little bit more difficult. Now I have to like go on my phone and do that. But you know, I, st- I still do it though once in a while. It, like the problem with music videos right now is there's really not a ton. Again, it's a lot right now because it's, they're so fucking cheap to make. And there's also it's, a lot of lyric videos and shit now. Yeah. There's a lot of dudes just standing in a room. Mm-hmm. But even you can still make that kind of cool though. Like there's yeah, actually can. there's a band called Kublai Khan that I'm a really big fan of. They're like punch in the face, four on the floor, hardcore. And I I uh they put out a new single the other day, which is odd because it's it aired on Liquid Metal or one of those. They made a video for it that dropped, but they didn't put it on Spotify, which I thought was odd. And the same thing that Calabrese band, they did all they released all their own singles with videos on all their own social media, and not one of the singles hit Spotify until the album dropped on Spotify on on uh, Friday. So none mm-hmm. of their music from this album was on Spotify until Friday, which I thought was actually pretty cool because it's what's ruining albums to me. And I think I've brought this up before. Is but it's Ray. You want us to talk about music? Yeah, you want to bitch about talking about music, motherfucker? I'll slap you in the ass. No, you won't. Yeah, right on the fucking butt. Tell him you don't want none, boy. <laughs> <laughs> boy, you don't want none. What I'm getting at is, is if you drop to just like a fucking uh, a a trailer can ruin a movie. Too many singles can ruin an album for you. So you want to just be surprised. I just want to turn the album on and listen. I don't want to like. I don't want to be you know, like have it ruined for me. You know. Um. Anyways, I'm trying to listen to the new Kublai Khan song the other day. I wanted to listen to it at the gym Friday night. I never got to hear it because it was not Spotify. But I watched the video, and it was actually... I liked the video. I thought it was actually kind of... Even though it's just four dudes playing their instruments in a white room, there's like one or two parts where it's only two minutes long. Speaking of, have you noticed Spotify integrating videos I, into their songs? Yeah, I've been meaning to talk about it. I don't know if I like stupid. it or not. Yeah. You can turn that off if you go into yeah, settings. Yeah. Sometimes so I like it. watch the same fucking three-second clip over and over again. It's not even a video. It's a fucking three-second clip of a guy's face. Really? Some, not always. I've seen full videos. I've yeah. seen full videos, yeah. You know what I'm talking about, though, no? Well, spot yeah, it. pulled it up where you just see, yeah. like, you know, a three-second clip, and then you just see it over and over again throughout the track. It's like, come on. Like, I'm not going to sit here and look at my phone. <laughs> I don't like it because it. you can't see, I think, the time... Like, I don't know. I like just, I just, I just don't think it's necessary. No. It's a cool idea and I'm sure kids like it, you know, like, I think it's a way to integrate videos back into music, mm-hmm. but, and it's a use of the technology that they haven't been doing. Yeah. It's a way to get your kid to just stare at a device for fucking another half hour. It's a way to use more of your fucking data because I'm sure it is since it's a video. See, I wouldn't even, I have unlimited, so I don't even. Yeah, me too. But yeah, I know, but I know some you people mean. don't. Everything's rigged. It's all rigged. That's true. They facts. Facts. All right, we had two hours. Uh, let's, yeah, let's, put, let's put a knife in this pig. One fifty-eight. Good enough. All right, everybody, go watch the wraith. Uh, go love, put a knife in a pig. Don't put listen a, to the wraith. Yeah, go exactly. watch the. Go wraith. watch the wraith. Do not listen to. Don't any listen ICP. to the ICP. Watch Gary the movie The Wraith. Fucking kill you if you listen to ICP. No, he would love you because he loves ICP. Well, no, I'm this. trying to make him look like an asshole. Oh, well, no, making him look like an asshole is easy. He does that himself. <laughs> Plus, he's racist. We all know. Um, I'm just stressing this out. Ray, hit us with the closer. <laughs>